I don't know what to say. Football stuff and things. No, we'll start over. No, 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 no. no we're keeping this in. We're keeping this in. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. It's Sportsify. It's what you know. We're talking football. We're talking trash. I was right. They were wrong. You were wrong so many times today. About, no, I wasn't. I'm smart. There's I a know debate what I'm that's going to happen in the middle of this episode. Completely random. That you Doesn't, said the dumbest thing I may have oh, ever heard you say. Dumbest thing you ever may have said. I literally said that Russell Westbrook was a, 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 good, a good point guard on this podcast. So uh, nothing will beat that. No, you said he was a top five. All time. I All did. time. Uh, when well, he retired. You know, what you said he today. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer, Grant, so you can sit on that and I, be fine with it. Hey, uh, maybe that'll take What you it. said today was worse. You think that's you, worse? Th- that was a sin, what you said. No, yeah. No. I, I definitely I, think that's worse. I heard like the last quarter of what you said, and I was like, that's dumb. It, this <laughs> is, that's even for do. you, it's, it's way up there. It's football. It's me saying dumb things. It's <laughs> But you believed it. You still yeah, believe I it can, right can, now. Listen, okay, listen. Part of what I bring up on this show is things that I have seen or heard, and I have not fully fleshed out myself, and I bring it here on the show to provide a sense of... You I don't know sh- what. You should definitely think through crap you're going to say before we record it and put it on the internet. I am putting it on the internet. No, you should think through it before. Oh, before? Yeah. No, no, no I didn't reverse. No, no, no. I, 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 I put it on the internet and then think about All it. Right. Think about it. We're going we're gonna to hit that at some point. You'll understand when you get there because you're going to think it's as dumb as we did. Anyway, uh, we're going to kick into this episode of Sportsify. Let's go. Somebody Let's got it. fired. We're going to talk about that. And we're excited about it. We're going to sing a little song even. Uh, join us for the next two hours as we dive into week 12 of the NFL and talk a little bit of college football. Welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of Sportsify on November 23rd, 2023, with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, Matt Novak. Alongside me, as always, is Grant Harker. What's up? On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. Hey, yo. And we are here for this week's episode of Sportsify. I'm going to start it off with a song that we've I've been wanting to sing song. for quite a while. Not not the opening song that you sing for you our ready? show? No, no, you know, not that one. Okay, what, what? Oh, Canada. Oh, there you go. He got fired. Oh, my gosh. I, the, the Steelers finally did the right thing. Now, before I get into this, I just need to say we don't ever want anybody to lose their job. We don't ever want anything bad to happen to people's families. Like, we just didn't want him to have this specific job. Well, he should he should go do anything, and he's got plenty of money. He's fine, everybody. Well, can I? Can but I, I don't s- like when people lose their jobs <laughs> as a person. Now, as as a coach, like he needs to not coach, like at all. But at the same time, I think it's pretty well documented that I'm not a fan of the Steelers. Really, haven't been. And so there's a part of me that's like, bummer. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> They don't have Matt Canada on their team anymore. This is, this is a part of me that, that feels that sure, way. Sure, but at least they made a good decision here. Like, yeah, they did the right thing. Oh yeah. Well, the and if the you're a fan of the Steelers, you're happy today. The, yeah. The craziest thing about it, I don't know if you saw this floating around, but this is like the first time in decades that the Steelers have let go of a coach or a member of their staff mid-season. Really? Oh, like decades. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. like I think I I was scrolling through. I couldn't remember. It was literally like something with the '60s or even earlier, where well, was the last oh. time that that had happened. This is so. like historic, a historic firing that we have been clanging the bell for. Yeah. Um. I mean, it needs to be noted here. Okay. We we said all the disclaimer stuff about his family. That that needs to be said. So we do we do value people and we never want anybody to, you know, go through a hard thing, whatever, but this was earned. Okay. Pittsburgh is six and four right now, but has a negative point differential at minus twenty-nine and has been outgained in every game this season. Uh the Steelers rank twenty-eighth in points per game. Uh, at 16.6, 28th in offensive yards per game at 280, and 31st in passing yards per game at 170. Uh, this is the opposite of like Madden stats. Yeah. This is quite literally the opposite of Madden stats. This is what, I mean, it, this just should not happen uh, when, when you've had a job for multiple years. Uh, in his tenure uh, with the Steelers, he ends up at 17.9 points per game, ranked 28th. 310 yards ranked 28th. Uh, this is since 2021. Uh, yards per play, 4.8 ranked 30th. Uh, red zone touchdown percentage, 52. And uh, first down percentage, 37. And that was ranked 30th as well. I mean, like, this has been so bad. Everybody else, by the way, that's a part of these stats over the last two prior years got fired. Okay, no one else had their job that was below 26th in these rankings uh, that that fell in those pockets. So like this is this has been really bad in coming. Uh Canada by the way, I looked this up today. I just wanted to look into his history a little bit. Like I knew that he had been the interim coach at Maryland when that player died a few years ago. Um and uh, I knew that he was the guy that took over there, but Canada had been fired from four of his five major roles as a coach. Uh, he got fired from NC State, LSU, Maryland, and now the Steelers. He had one great Thanks. season at Pitt that he used to propel himself into the LSU job. He's never been anywhere for more than two and a half seasons as a coordinator or a head coach of any kind. Uh, so he rubs people the wrong way. Find and a new line of work, buddy. Boring as crud. <laughs> what was that? Find a new line of work. I mean, it sure, it sure seems like that. That is that might happen. Yeah. He he was actually up after that thing at Pitt the one year he was up for the uh, like coordinator of the year in the in the NCAA. That's how good of a year that offense had. But he had a quarterback who ended up in the NFL that uh, after that season. Reason eight hundred and twenty five like uh, college football's a joke. Um, well, we're paying college coaches is a joke, and we'll get into that in a little bit. I think uh, we will. But no, we uh, we are we are glad. I am glad to see that. I know Grant, you have mixed feelings, obviously, yeah. but, but I am glad to see also, them moving on. Where is what? What is our hot seat thing uh, segment going to look like, man? Staley. Oh, well, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, he just moves up to one. I mean, yeah, but but Eber still, like, like, after this week, but but Bingo but for me, there. still. Still, it was like, oh, it's Matt Canada and everybody else. It's the Matt Canada segment. Yeah, it really was the Matt Canada segment. At least, at least in my I mean, opinion, we can we can dedicate it to him. Yeah, we can Matt call Canada it the Matt kind of like an Matt award Canada. show. Yeah, the yeah. Matt Canada like, hot like, you know, seat award. award show. Yeah. Oh, like, like yeah, the Walter yeah. Payton, the Man Matt of the Canada year. hot seat award. Yeah, yeah. Who, I like that. So whoever wins the award, it's passed along week to week, and then maybe you know Staley is like the reigning champ until he's gone <laughs> this year. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, probably. But then, but then I, but then I go like. 
would, would, it, would it then switch to Staley because he there's an argument no. that what he's doing no, is worse think, and we've talked about no, it. No, Canada I think yeah, this, this But he was the first one to go. The name. He's he was the first the, one to go. Yeah. Yeah. He with, earned it and yeah. genuinely like the so longevity bad. that he got while sucking was pretty good. Yeah. You gotta give oh, him yeah. that. I mean yeah. you know, for sure. Because I mean at least Brandon Silly his team went to the playoffs. Now there was a colossal failure. Yeah. But at least there is it was there is a playoff team under Brandon Staley's belt. Yeah, that's true. And we just listed what is on Matt Canada's belt yeah. under his belt, which is nothing. Uh, no, no, it's a uh, it is a bad it's a bad resume uh, that unfortunately has awarded him millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't I don't zero see, success. I mean, I'm in, I'm in line with Jameson <laughs> here. I don't see how you see what the Steelers have done the last year and a half and be like, I want that guy on my coaching staff. No, I think he's genuinely going to have like a really hard time. I think he will probably end up back in the college ranks uh, just because that's where his history is. In the smaller schools, he did pretty well. Um, he worked at Illinois um, before he started getting coordinator roles. Uh, was pretty successful there as quarterback's coach. Um, and uh, it seems like that's more of where he's, his pocket is. And so there's a lot of people thinking maybe he'll, he'll target a major program call, uh, quarterback's coach position. One that'll that'll pay him a decent amount, yeah. um, and uh, wouldn't be too demanding. But we had some other great things. We had good stuff happen this week. Uh, we had a heck of a Monday night football game. Did not disappoint, in my opinion. Uh, the uh, after falling behind seventy to seven in the first half, the Eagles held the Chiefs scoreless in the second half. Third game in a row, by the way. The Chiefs have been held scoreless in the second half. Um, and they also have the uh, lowest points per game in the second half all season. Hey. Love that. Ring that stat up as a stat of the week nominee. I think it's 5.3 points per game after last night in the second half. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, that is brutal. Well, it's weird because like in our minds, Mahomes always clutch. Yeah. Like always. Uh, and we, we've seen him do it tons of times. Uh, doesn't get it done here. Although I will say he got it done. But Valdez Scantling needs to answer okay. for that drop. It was a, it was a bad drop. It was a bad drop. It was a bad drop, but also not the most perfect pass. Uh, it was almost it in both perfect. hands. G- given where it was, and it was like 50 air yards to yeah. be right there. That's like, you can't I really mean, ask. Yeah, for that. But he tried, f- there was no one the, coming for him. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware. But all, all, I'm, all, all I'm saying is he, 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 does, he shoulders like 95% of this blame. Valdez Scantling. Okay, you're only yes. gi- if you're only giving five percent, like, like, I can I, handle that. I mean, we can move five on or 10%, from that one. Yeah, five or ten percent, I would say, because I do think that that ball was a little ahead of him. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, we're not talking to Manuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. No, here. no, 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 um, no, no, no. But like, I I will say of the two of the two big drops. Well, the second one was like so, the next play. Uh, well, no, this? I'm talking a, a, a all day or all weekend because Quentin Jackson. Oh one, yeah, that Jackson. was bad. Johnson, sorry, thank you. Yeah, uh, that was really bad. Uh, hosed the Chargers out of a win there. See, I think Literally, the, like, dropped the, it the Mahomes ball was actually a better thrown ball than yeah. even that one was. I do too. That was definitely a better thrown ball. Yeah. Um. I but eighty five percent on that one is on is on. Oh, Clinton. any that, anytime you can get two hands on it like that, it's a hundred percent the receiver's yeah. fault. I don't care what anybody says. I've, I I well, believe I, I've said it twice on the show, but Jerry Rice always says if you can get two fingers on it, it's catchable. You, it's catchable ball. Yeah. So if you get it, two hands on it, 
Um, that's a hundred percent your fault. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's where I, that, that's where I take that one. Like, Oh yeah. Is it not perfect? But literally almost nothing that they catch is perfect. Right. Almost yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but also that, uh, second drop, like two plays later, like that was right in the wide receiver's hands. I think it was, was a Watson on the fourth down, the oh, fourth and Watson. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth yeah. down in 20 or 17 or whatever yeah. it ended up being a hundred percent. It just went right through his hands. Yeah. And I mean, we, they they said it really well, or I was listening to the radio broadcast part of the time, and Kurt Warner said this on on there. He goes, "You guys got to understand, like the cameras don't pick it up, but the rain is really bad." And he goes, "You're not oh, seeing sure. it uh, for what it is right now." And and I get it, like it wasn't good weather. It's freezing, but cold late night Monday over there. Um, I think when uh, when Scantling dropped that ball, I'm pretty sure that would have been around. 10 p.m., 10, 10 something uh, when he drops that ball. And so I get it. It's late at night. It's freezing, all that stuff. But these are professionals and you got to get it done. They're getting paid a lot of money. Like, you got to get Even it done. Even someone like Scantling, you're yep. getting paid a lot of money to do your job. Oh, yeah. But he also and, uh, has a pretty rough history. Yes, he does. Um, with drops. And he's played three seasons with the literal MVP of the league two with Aaron Rodgers MVP season. Some of the highest, and some of the highest completion percentage. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so I can't remember the number that it was for that, but he had a crazy drop rate and knowing who was throwing him the ball, like all of that time is insane. Yeah, dude. It's not someone like Deandre Hopkins. Who's got these bums thrown to him. Yeah. No, Hopkins makes bad quarterbacks look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're just looking at stats. Yep. But yeah, I I will say though, primetime games this weekend as a whole uh, were pretty solid in in terms of providing the drama. Especially, uh, great game on Sunday night. Denver coming back beating Minnesota on Sunday yes, night sir. football. That was a real big one. Yes, sir. Um, that was low scoring efforts the whole way. What's that? Fools gold. Hey, you know what? It sounds like you're just salty, Jameson. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not salty. I, I think it's just fool's gold. I'm not here saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. Yo, dude. Because we we know a guy who does sometimes listen to this podcast who goes, hot take, uh, the Broncos are uh, Broncos are going to make the playoffs. He said that on Monday. And I go, hey, dude, uh, it was a hot take like four weeks ago when they hadn't yeah. won these last four games, but that's not much of a hot take to be like, Oh, they're going to, they're going to make the playoffs. Well, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. I mean, outside and, of and the Eagles, I believe wins. they have the long, longest winning streak going right now. Yeah. Cause they just, or the lines the or is it lions? Can't remember. Uh, lines are at least at three. I don't, so. yeah, they might be, I mean, they got, they, they got smoked by the Ravens a few weeks ago. Yeah. So that was their last loss. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, he said that and then he goes, okay, fine. Uh, Denver wins the Super Bowl. That's my hot take. <laughs> well, like, yeah, that's not happening. Okay, buddy. Calm um, down. Calm but, down. But it was a good game. It was a good game. I watched the... Again, I could, couldn't watch most of it, but I watched the the final drive of that game. Yeah. Um, Russ was big when he needed to be. Just saying. He was clutch. Third down. Some fourth down plays. He made them. Just saying. Also... I think, I think he, he is being the washed allegations. Is playing out of their minds right now. Denver defense is very good. And how- people should not throw the ball anywhere near Patrick Sertan. Do you know That's what their uh, Do you know what their turnover differential is over this win streak? Like the last like, four games, it's like plus not nine or it's like it's it might be double digits now. I think like last week it was like plus nine. It might be like eleven or twelve now. It's plus eleven. Yeah. Oh, which yeah, I think, yeah. 
I think so in that, games, that same window of time, like the second team has like six. So it's just like yeah. they're doubling up on the turnover differential right now during this win streak. So defense is if, playing crazy. If you had told me that the Broncos defense, who through the first four weeks of the season was on the pace for historically bad, especially with the 70-point loss, that they were going to turn around and do this. Well documented on this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hats yeah. off to... Now, uh, is it Vance Joseph? Is he their D coordinator? Yeah. yeah. Hats off now, to him, man. I will say, as good as their defense has been looking, that plus 11 turnover differential thing during those wins does feel a little fluky. So, like, I, I don't think that's sustainable, but still, like, they, they made it happen, and they kind of really needed to because... To be honest, that's how they're winning these games. Yeah, uh, because they, they can't. I mean, the, the offense the isn't blowing you away. Yeah, no, it's not blowing you away. But they're, <clears throat> but they're all taking care of the ball. I mean, last year, um, they had Melvin Gordon on the team who couldn't keep the ball in his hands last year, so that was a big issue last year. Uh, Russ threw, th- was throwing some. I mean, was playing terrible, throwing Sean bad Payton picks. Kind of dialed in this dink and dunk thing to where there's just not really like any opportunity for bad plays downfield, and it just yeah. chip away. Get this there, settle well, for I mean, a lot yeah, of field that, goals, and then make the that, one big play at the end of the game when you need it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that that, that final drive uh, on the game, I mean, that's all they were doing. It was three-yard run, five-yard pass, three-yard run, four-yard four, four run, and just chipping. And like, I, mean, it was so, I mean, was it like almost like a dozen plays, that right. final drive? I mean, they just, that was about, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It was great. Exactly what how, how they can how they can win games and beat some of these good teams is doing things like that, so. Hats off to the Broncos for sure for turning their season around. Well, and the Vikings as well. I mean, these were two teams that, you know, we pretty much declared dead for the most part. Both teams ended up facing each other and and uh, one team came in with the victory. So, I mean, also uh, in that four game stretch, Will Lutz for MVP. Because uh, dude has been doing <laughs> nothing but just banging Kicking in field kicks. goals. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's dropped. I, I was just counting here. Uh, he had four against the Packers. Uh, he had, what was it? Uh, he just had the one against Kansas City, but that's because they put in three touchdowns. Had a nice penalty on one drive. I remember that uh, negated field goal. They ended up scoring a touchdown. Then they had four uh, field goals against Buffalo. And <laughs> the game winner. <laughs> that knocks in four, uh, or five, sorry, this week. Um, you know, so like the, he just keeps getting it done. Uh, there was only one touchdown they put across, and that was the game winner uh, there this week the Broncos had. So he had five field goals uh, and uh, didn't even get to kick the PAT there. But like I just was watching uh, watching that game, and you can see it's an offense stall out uh, at times, but they have such There's extreme confidence, off- even confidence the- in their kicking game that they're just not We've going for We've seen a lot sometimes. of offenses that like are, you would say, over the course of the season, good. But they've got like their moments. Like there's a lot of teams that got the firepower that even they're stalling out. Like the Chiefs, uh, yeah. the Eagles. Um, sure. Well, you you have. I mean, I think it's made its way Bills. from college football to the NFL significantly, and that's how trends work uh, in football. Is it always starts in college? But the bend don't break is real across the NFL right now, mm-hmm. and you're seeing it all over the place. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna that's let why you, you get have to five hear field goals from yeah. Lutz this week. That, yeah, exactly, well, and, the whole- and they don't mind it. I mean, once they get down to that four, fourth and t- fourth and three and under, they're gonna they're gonna look at where they're at on the field. Yeah, and if the if if the percentage chance on field goal just isn't there analytically, 
they're just they're going to go for it, and it does not matter to them either. Also, you're seeing a lot more of the pooch punts making it into the NFL as well, like Big Ben used to do, uh, little things like that. Um, but genuinely, Ben don't break is very real. Watch where defensive ends right now are coming off the field. So your your Bosa your, your Bosa brothers, your TJ Watts, uh, all that. Watch where where they come off the field. It's always right now between the forties. If they're taking breaks, if they're three down guys, they take breaks between the 40s. And that hasn't been typical forever. A lot of times the removal from the field was situational um, because most of these guys aren't on, on snap counts unless they're coming off injury. But right now they're coming off the field consistently through the 40s. And it's it, it's like unless it's like first or third and like 10 or, or more in that scenario, uh, they'll come back in and hunt then. But they're coming off first and second down, and uh, and it's because we're allowing the bend to happen. We're going to say, okay, you can have the underneath, you can have the quick play, you can have that out, uh, and we'll let you get five to seven yards, but you get to that 40, and we know it's field goal time, we're going to put our guys back in, we're going to let them hunt, uh, and we're not going to let you just dink and dunk your way any further than this. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too. Like Even these great defenses that we've set over the past few years, like the Niners have had just a great defense the last three, four years, or however long that's been. Uh, the Eagles have had good defenses, things like that. But none of these defenses are stifling type of defenses anymore. They're just not where they just shut you down don't, and you get, and the offense gets like 180 yards total. Cleveland. Game. <laughs> Cle- uh, Cleveland might be. That's Cleveland's fair. Cleveland's had their games, is. but Cleveland's had, Cleveland's given it up a few they, times. Yeah, yeah, they've had they've, some shootouts, yeah. weirdly. Yeah, they've had some yeah, they've they've had some thirty some thirty odd point, you know. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. It hasn't been that consistent thing. They're at, like like I think of like the twenty fifteen Broncos, like with yeah. the no fly zone, that was a stifling defense that won Peyton Manning Super Bowl. I think of yeah. like the you know, the Ravens two thousands, like these just would not let you move the ball at all. Now, as you Matt, you just said, like it's completely changed the way that defenses are playing. And now we still label them good because now they think the metrics have changed. Well, and that takes that takes me into something I I didn't write into the our, our stuff today into our show, um, but I've been watching the video, and I know a lot of people have today of Tom Brady talking about the mediocrity of the NFL, and a lot of what he stated there was about defensive players. If you haven't watched the clip, go watch the clip. Um, it's it, you know it's it's not just a veteran going back doing the back in my day because he understands like he played in all these different eras. And he's talking about how the rule changes in particular um, have started these bad habits for players and it's brought the quality of coaching down uh, because coaches are utilizing these new rules to get specific types of penalties and get offensive yardage out of that. Uh, We are right now, we are actually, and and we'll do a deeper dive here. Uh, This is something I'm going to have Mike work on for us. Uh, but we are in the most penalized time in the history of the uh, sport. Yeah, uh, has been the last three years uh, since COVID, since we weren't allowed to breathe on each other and touch each other. They made a whole bunch of other rules about that in the NFL, and it's become a very real thing. And what Tom Brady was basically saying today is, we've got like we like I just said those issues, and we haven't uh, we don't have players knowing how to protect themselves because they're literally talking about right now. Uh, Mark Andrews just got hurt this last week, and we're going to get into that last uh, game here in just a second, the last primetime game. But he got hurt on Thursday night, and it was the drag down tackle. The hip tackle. It was the hip tackle from behind, where they come in, they put their arm around you, and they drag you to the ground. And it's caused uh, several injuries, but so has every type of tackle. It's absolutely ridiculous that we're saying this tackle, that tackle, that type of hit, this type of hit. 
Um, and we're getting it down to this where they can't literally put their arms around them and hug them. That's what they're going to say. Yeah. That's literally what a tackle is. That is going to be in the definition of the NFL rule book. That you can't run up from behind and hug them. It's like, and it's, Tom's completely right when he makes this point. He's like, we are going to kill this game with all of these penalties and these added competition player safety meetings and all this bull crud uh, that they're putting into it. And I I worry about that uh, genuinely, like worry about it a whole lot and how it's affecting defenses, because I think we're going to see, I think what it's going to do is it's going to promote kicks. We're going to see, continue to see kickers setting scoring records. Like Justin Tucker is what he is because of consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. But imagine these guys getting eight, nine, ten attempts a game because we hand out that many 15 and 10 yard penalties against defensive players, uh, be it for holding, be it for pass interference, an illegal hit, you know, late hit, whatever, all this stuff, illegal tackle. We're going to have an illegal tackle call. That's literally what they're talking about, by the way. They're going to call it a horse tackle or, or horse collar type thing. They're going to say illegal tackle. That is the verbiage just being used to describe uh, what they'll do that it's going to be so awful to hear that the first time if it does happen but we're going to again promote these 15 10 yard penalties and it's going to give free yards on what is already a hundred yard field and you're going to make it 75 yards long well we can kick field goals 55 to 63 yards depending on the kicker we know that and so you're going to continue getting all these opportunities that you shouldn't you're going to see the will lutzes of the world who should have a job in the NFL. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Totally should. Good kicker. Absolutely deserves a job. But we're going to see him taking six, seven, eight shots a game in the next two years if they start calling this. And that's eight, 18, 21 points right there. Yeah. And, and there, there will be no more three and outs. This is like literally they're just going to do stuff to enact penalties well they're gonna they're gonna design routes so that the corner would be running from behind or the safety will be coming at an angle and they'll literally have to tackle that way and then you're gonna have the add-on penalty and it'll be a spot foul so they're gonna get the catch you know at what nine ten yards right let's just normal crossing yard uh, crossing route go out nine ten yards get the catch be around the sticks and then they're gonna get the added on penalty i'm assuming if it's a horse collar type or personal foul penalty it's another 15 yards so this individual catch will become 25 yards. That is ridiculous. Well, and I think too one of the one of the things that Brady that Brady had said in that clip too is that it is now on the defense to protect the offensive players. Yeah. And I'm That's like such a good point. That was an, a, a great point and then he was saying that you know when I was playing against you know Ray Lewis I wouldn't throw down in the middle of the field cuz I needed my guy in the game and it was on me and it was on the offensive players to protect themselves yep. and to protect and as a quarterback, his job is to protect his guys so that way he doesn't lose players because Ray Lewis is hunting down the middle of the field and going to take a dude out. And that was part of the game is when you had guys that were this good, you played around him mm-hmm. so that way to, as a way to protect yourself. And it was no right. longer on the defense to protect offensive players. And that's why I think you see, then again, promoting these bad habits where wide receivers, I mean, we had, there was that, what was it? I think it was the Buffalo game, um, Buffalo Broncos game last week. Um, there was like the underthrown ball and Jameson, you had, you had, you know, made that point that that was stupid. I totally agree. But at the, the point yeah. now, but what's happening is like, they're now using that, using these tactics to get these penalties, to get yards, to win games and kick field goals, you know, maybe to, 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 to win the game. And that's not a product that any of us, any of us want. We don't want a game where it comes down to, oh, who can get the penalty? 
Yeah. Who and can they, get the play? Right. Who and get they're the play? doing it to save guys that they have made rules can make $50 million a year playing a certain position. They're trying to save that yeah. guy. They're trying well, to save $20 million pass thing, catchers. This thing whole started with Aaron Rodgers and the collar and the broken collarbone. I think that's because well, I think actually I think it goes farther than that. I think it's the knee shot for Tom Brady against the Chiefs. That's when we oh. started seeing the the rules that? really take up. Oh, oh, oh nine or oh eight. Uh, oh, oh yeah, seven. I think oh seven oh eight yeah. somewhere in there. No, oh seven was a perfect year. So yeah, it was like the year after. Oh, that. good call. Yeah, um, yeah, but but again, still, but I think the one that is, it still just drives me nuts is the roughing the passer, and that's that yeah. started, and I think that's really now where once they've once they implemented that one, it's like. Now here's this one we're gonna yeah. implement. Now here's this one we're gonna implement, and the, that's what's really sucky too about. Um, I think of like the pass interference calls. Like nowadays, if there's good coverage, we're just waiting for the flag, yep. or you're looking to see, oh, is that is that a penalty? Is that not yep. a penalty? And again, you don't get the consistency of that, and that's frustrating. Or it's like, you know, that's definitely not a penalty, but wide receiver is able to just flop and you know get you know get the flag, all those things because ugh, it's. It's very frustrating, but it's really taken away from the game because now you're, you're every play, every good play, you're like, oh, is that a penalty? Right. For and, catching the and ball. It and it seems the ball. like the officiating is changing year to year, whereas we used to have a set of guidelines that would last us four to seven years. Yeah. As I, you know, I've been following the NFL long enough now, I, you know, for uh, 30 years of my life um, to where I've like seen 60 years. Uh, shut your mouth. I will literally drop that on your face. Um, but like, I've seen these different eras come and go. Like I, I remember, you know, nineties murder shots when you didn't throw the ball over the middle ever. And then I remember the run stuff, um, you know, that, that came about in the 99, 2000, 2001 with the bucks and the Ravens and, uh, just the nightmarish front that you could build and how hard you were hitting guys at the line. And, uh, just, how many shots quarterbacks took in a game. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also watched Troy Aikman and Steve Young's careers get ended, you know, uh, by taking those shots and whatnot. And they were trying to save those guys when they made these rule adjustments. But it did seem like there was this four to seven year cut before we made these big sweeping changes. Now it's like every year, like one guy gets it. And then all of a sudden we're going to make a complete rule change and the game's going to get officiated differently. Like well, when dude, did it become a rule in the NFL that you have to turn your head around and look at the ball as a corner? If you're not making, if you're not making contact, inappropriate contact with a player. Like right now, if they, if a, if an offensive player sticks his hands up and you don't turn around and he hits you with his elbow, you're getting, you. it's on you. You're getting the call, not even, to, even though he initiated also, the contact. Not even to matter if it's the, if that's on the other side of the field, like not even with the play or if the ball oh, is even stupid, uh, the stupid holding the Jersey grab stuff on um, the other side of the field. So it's so insane. Like or, or, that's yeah, happened down multiple times this year on very uh, important drives or in games. And we're talking like right before the half, right before the end of the, you know, uh, end of the fourth. Uh, there was uh, there was a false start, by the way, called in that Chiefs game uh, against. Yeah. A, what what in the world? Like yeah. his butt didn't move. I well, mean, like that that too. But also, not even like the year to year, like the year to year like changes, and as opposed yeah. to the four to seven year. Also, we even hear like officiated officiating uh, like officials. I guess whatever they come out and say that. Oh, our emphasis this week was this. Yeah, that and emphasis bullcrap is we, we, ridiculous. And we have documented this, that very much on the show, and Jameson has a lot, like, how insane of a statement that is. Yeah. Like, this week, we're going to emphasize We sent a memo this. to the Players Union. Like, and, what? Uh, 
No, it's about the rules. It, it, yeah. the, the official's job is to look at the rule book, look at the play, and say and see where the violation is or where there isn't one. Right. That's their job, is to pretty much be the messengers of the NFL rules. There's, their, there's no way these trains don't make it onto the podcast. I don't think so. Jameson, can you hear him? Absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, the, my gosh. These mics are... It, it takes a lot for these mics. Dude. It's like it's screaming it's in my, into it's, our it, ear. It's in my backyard. Yeah. That's what it sounds like <laughs> right now. It actually literally is. I can see from my backyard. Um, but no, I totally agree. I mean, I don't want to just sit on this for the whole night, but like it definitely is worth talking about and mentioning because it is getting ridiculous. I And I super appreciate it, though, how Tom said what he said today. Uh, this was on Stephen A. Smith's show uh, this morning. Is he but, not the perfect uh, person to take over Roger Goodell's job? What, Brady? Yeah. I don't think so. I do. After what he said, I'm like, this is who I want as my NFL commissioner, dude. Oh. Are you kidding me? Roger Goodell's a bum. He's a moron. Uh, well, yeah, he's a good businessman. I don't care. I mean, I'm not here for these business. franchises I'm here to be, are worth dollars. I, I, I am, I am yeah, here but, to be entertained. But the, uh, but the literal billionaires, I don't. Yeah, who, I don't. who pay him they, and elect yeah, him? They cool. care. I, my, I don't. I don't care what. I don't care what yeah, they think. I just care about what I think, and I, I think that Tom Brady should be the. Um, I just lost. I almost said GM, but uh, commissioner. commissioner. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's what the fans want, but there's no way in the world no. that those billionaires would invite him in. No, they want someone who they can push around. Yeah, absolutely. They want their guy. They absolutely want their guy. I did yeah. mention the and uh, the Mark Andrews injury from Thursday night. I also want to mention Joe Burrow out for the season. Dude, that sucks. RIP to my fantasy league. That my looked bad, team. dude. His hand. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, he wasn't able to grip it. Like Dude, we were sitting there thinking it looked like too, Brock no? Purdy kind of thing, and but it was his hands all gangly looking and yeah. weird and crud. Just when he was getting going, he was getting over that calf injury. Yeah, then there was, was that whole drama about like, was it an injury previous? Because there's that picture of that thing on this, his wrist. Oh, and they're yeah. like, no. And then, but the Bengals deleted that tweet that had that video in it or whatever. So it's just like a really weird. Scenario, I always think they do that just because they don't want it out there that it's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they get fined if, they, if and then they can get fined if they don't uh, report it. Yeah, like on injury report and things like that, and it's like a huge fine. They get yeah. they get dinged a lot. Isn't it like two fifty? It's something huge, but it goes it, that's straight yeah. from the organization. Yeah, those the team ones are really bad. Well, I I remember Belichick like so flat those, out lied and he got a hundred k. So is, is that the owners have to pay that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the organization pays it, but yeah. But Essentially, really. the owner. But who, who, who's funding the organization? Right. Yeah. He's funding it. But I mean, they, they probably have a fund that ki- that uh, kicks from their profits into that. Pay that kind of crud. Um, but no, I am bummed for Burrow. Uh, Jake Browning, it looks like, is going to take over starting quarterback. He didn't look too hot think. coming in in the, in the moment. Um, There's some backup quarterbacks available. He's not Tim my, Boyle, well, at least. I mean, you, Tim Boyle, you mean QB1? Uh, for the yes, New York Jets, have you QB seen that guy's one? like Dude, college and pro? Just how numbers? bad? No, oh, yeah, I have. He, it's terrible. And like, <laughs> and he, he has like twenty touchdowns, like twenty five interceptions. No, in the NFL, that's that's generous. Um, is it? I don't remember what it is. I, I think, really don't. I think one year in college. I don't have the numbers here off the top of my head, but I think one year in college at UConn or something he legit had like a I just, one I look up Tim Boyle and the first option <laughs> is Tim Boyle college stats oh let's go let's see Tim um, Boyle college if it's sports reference is the one yeah 
I use sports reference for like everything. Why is it being weird? There you go. Okay. okay. Uh, no, he had zero oh. touchdowns, eight interceptions has, his freshman. No, no, no. He has total in college, <laughs> one touchdown, 13 interceptions. <laughs> How yep. the crud did he get into the NFL? Well, then look oh, at his. I could. He has some I NFL could. stats there, too, that yeah, so, oh, here, really good. Up. So I have to look back at oh, oh, you got to look. Yeah, because you only I looked up his. Uh, I will uh, say this, Matt, because I I was scrolling through some threads today because there was like a million of them about this guy. Um, mostly just being like, how is he even here? Uh, well, for one, he's really good friends with Aaron Rodgers. So that's probably okay. the, <laughs> the biggest priority. But apparently number two is like, all things considered, he is legit like one of those crazy minds in the film room. Um, oh, really? So he was like super when he was smart? with the Lions and they had a player led practice, he was like the de facto OC for the whole thing. And so like his brain, everyone's like, this guy stinks of football, but he's for sure going to like be a great coach somewhere at some point. But he just doesn't have like the processing power so, uh, in the pocket to do so anything. His, so like, he's, his, he's his, a film nerd. His basically. career. He has three touchdowns, nine interceptions. Yeah. So when you're talking about touchdown to interception ratio, uh, he has three touchdowns. One of the best. Three touchdowns <laughs> in the NFL, and then he had that like one in college, it's and then four, nine picks so, in the NFL. So he's four and twenty-two total. Four and twenty-two, because I mean that's his total football career. Oh, okay, yeah, total he's football. Four and twenty-two. <laughs> that's I mean, <laughs> he's got a if, worse if you, than if one you, to if five. You, you know, on opposite day, that's a that's a pretty good. It's a pretty good stat. I will say, okay, so God God gave him like the perfect quarterback body. He's 6'4", 232. Like, and apparently the perfect brain and, for it. Yeah, or play, I mean, the ability to to like understand the, the play and what's supposed to happen. Yeah, but he yeah. can't but he like. He doesn't have the function. He can't put that brain and that body to good use. <laughs> That's so but crazy, he's going to be the starting quarterback over Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson has been feel, that bad. He, he also I, gave him like uh, Peyton Manning's neck. I feel so bad for Jets fans, man. Like that's just jeez. Well, from Zach w- Wilson to this, can, can you, we've well, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Like they could have easily after week one went and picked up yeah. any backup quarterback from any roster they would have won. Carson Wentz would have been better. Like. And but he got yes. picked up. Carson like, Wentz. They could have got Josh Dobbs probably. Like Dobbs, if they, because yep. they would have had a couple of weeks of being like, oh, this guy can like actually play decently well. I mean, and just, Arizona's what not about, trying to win um, games. Go Kyler's trade for back. some backup. Yeah, even Mr. Glass. Um, Brissett. Yeah. Like well, Brissett would it? Yeah. Even Joe Flacco is gonna be yeah. on the Browns I'd much roster. Have did, Joe Flacco. Did you guys see that tweet on Joe Friday? Flacco then. Tim Boyle, Timothy Kevin Boyle. This I would dude, much rather have Joe uh, Flacco. This guy throws up on Reddit, and then it got picked up on X. I call it X. You're welcome. Ugh, uh, he uh, he goes just ran it or just took this photo of uh, Joe Flacco uh, hopping on a flight. Oh, he was to Cleveland. commercial to Cleveland. Yeah, he's flying <laughs> commercial to Cleveland, and he and he goes, "What are you doing heading to Cleveland, man?" He goes, uh, "You'll find out. Watch for headlines." That was on Friday. Like they, but they'd guess, already agreed. I saw, I saw that floating around. Yeah, he was just coming in to take his physical. I mean, dude, there's, there's probably, there's so Foot many steps, so, Flacco. There's so many other guys, like even guys that are just straight up terrible. I'd probably rather have than Timothy Kevin Boyle, you know, as my quarterback. 
There, Zach Wilson is, is unironically better than him. Yes. But they're just like, I, we have to sit you because you've given us no choice. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, anybody? I mean, go trade for Malik Willis from the Titans. Like, I don't know. Something. Ugh, <laughs> so, that's so bad. Oh, you know, okay. The look, hope growing that Jets up, fans had. I watched this movie a lot when I was a teenager called The Replacements. Epic football movie mm-hmm. with Keanu Reeves. I am a hundred percent sure. Came out in nineteen sixty four. Watching that kid, Falco could come back. Not Flacco, Falco. <laughs> Keanu, Reeves Keanu Reeves could come out on the yeah. field and possibly give you a few quarters. Like I, I really think that if you just dialed up seven plays, I mean, you dude, know, his throwing RG, motion was solid. RG three. I mean, dude, I he could come out of the booth and do better than freaking three and or what? It, what did you say it was four and twenty two. Yeah, something like that, dude. I'll take. At least RG three could get you down the field. Tim Boyle's gonna get murdered. No, he's murdered. not murdered. They also, by the way, no, uh, he's signed, gonna he's gonna turn the ball over. He won't have a chance to even get murdered. <laughs> they signed Trevor for- Simeon this week as well. Uh, he's he's going I'm, straight to the squad, not even to the practice. I mean, squad, even him, I'd probably take over Boyle. Oh yeah, and he knows the system. He's been on the on the squad. I think yeah. twice in the last three years. He at least has a resume so, as a starter to yep. play football. Uh, Tim Boyle does not. No. Remember when That's Trevor Simeon got paid? Yeah, uh, Broncos. No, and, you, are you talking about Brock and, Osweiler and Brock Wa- and Brock Osweiler? Bro- oh, Brock, Brock Osweiler, Osweiler got paid. Got paid greatest paid. agent of all time, dude. What Just, is he even doing now? Uh, he Chilling. does not nothing with football. He doesn't need to. He's not a football guy anymore. We know that. Yeah. Now, uh, by the way, uh, two quick hits before we get into our question segment real fast. Uh, the Lions did it again this week. Uh, they, they were not playing their best game uh, this Sunday against the Three Bears. From Goff. Yeah, it wasn't, before he, wasn't before his best up. day. But defense came up clutch when they needed to. Goff did do Goff things and got got the touchdown they needed. Got the points they needed at the end of the game. And then uh, Hutch called game. Got a safety at the end. Well, that was fantastic, by the way. I mean, that pl- that place lit up when that happened. It was awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, uh, but uh, super cool way to end a game. Um, and that was that was pretty fun. Lions still rolling eight and three. Um, and uh, they've got the rivalry game, but probably not a strong contest. I mean, I don't think they're going to let the Packers win this one at all. Uh, we took it off Pickham uh, already. We we didn't even bother doing that one this week. Uh, I like them to to win in double digits there on the on the Turkey Day game. They got the early slot like usual, nine thirty Pacific, but. I don't know why it always makes my heart. Ha- I know it's every year, but every time I see Lions and Cowboys on Thanksgiving, it's good. It's like, Th- this it's, would be a great year for Lions for Lions the Lions versus- to play literally the Cowboys. Yeah, they want to do that mix-up game again. Like, was that last be year awesome. they did that? I think it was, was the last year, or the year before. It's been the last two years. I know that hundred percent. Okay, but, but I, I just, yeah, I, I, and I know that's on purpose. But I just like it always just makes my heart happy. They should do it. It just feels like Thanksgiving, and I know that's yeah. such an understatement, but mm-hmm. but yeah. The, uh, feels right. All is right in the world when you see the Lions and the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. Well, and we need to we need to touch on something really quick before we get into the, que- the question segment. Um, and and I say need to because I don't. I, again, I do not harp a lot on the team that I love. Uh, and there's a reason why uh, because I'm hoping that I will get the opportunity to do it later, but. In the last two weeks, uh, Brock Purdy did something rather special, uh, and uh, I think it bears a little bit of mentioning. Is that okay with you, Grant? 
Okay. I I don't think it even came up registered on our little track thing. Fine. <laughs> That's how mumbled and away from the mic that was. Fine. <laughs> so Brock hit an almost perfect. It was 157, something like that over the last two weeks. I uh, and I uh, had a fantastic game again this week. Three hundred and thirty-three yards, three touchdowns. Um, that is a very satisfying stat line. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Wait, how many? How many passes solid. did he complete? Oh, it wasn't. Wanted, it wasn't thirty. 20, Dang it! It was twenty something for twenty. Oh, something. If it was like thirty for thirty-three. I, I was hoping like, it was going to be like thirty-three completions or something. Yeah, or thirty. I'd even take thirty straight across. Um, no, he he did. Um. And completed a perfect passer rating this week and had almost a perfect passer rating. He becomes the first quarterback ever to hit uh, a 157-plus uh, in a two-week margin. And uh, that was pretty stinking awesome. I uh, And also threw the longest touchdown pass of the year on Sunday. I was shocked at that. This uh, just in on Sportsify. Buccaneer secondary. Blows. Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. This just in. Uh, yeah, you don't, by the way, Stay you don't cover uh, Brandon Ayuk with a slot corner um, who would probably not be on most teams or at least probably belongs on a practice squad uh, with no over the top safety. You sh- shouldn't do that. Uh, but that was, <laughs> that's what happened when he got the 75 yard touchdown. But I was shocked that it was 75 yards was the longest touchdown of the year in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, that was super surprising wait, to me. Only 75? 75 is the longest passing touchdown of the year. There was a couple of them that are around 70, but 75 is the longest. So just right from the 25, well, like first, second play, the drive takes It was like second down, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, It was was second down, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. The the thing is now, though, everyone just always elects to take it to the 25 now. Oh, no, that Uh, actually happened. um, Was it a punt? No, no, it was was the, I think it was kickoff, punt. No, it was punt. But they only got up to like the 21 or something like it. So it was like second and six or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Somewhere around there. It just happened that he was there. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't gotcha. immediately after. But um, no, that was that was pretty awesome. Been a good good two weeks for the 49er fans. But Brock, uh, uh, Brock breaking record was was pretty cool. You want to you uh, know what I think is the most impressive thing about Brock Purdy's season this uh, up to this point? I sure do. Um, he pretty handily leads in yards per attempt. Yes, which I think is very telling. I've, uh, he's I've been waiting to bring that up. Yards Plus, per attempt. Second place. Say that one more time. Up. I talked over you. I'm sorry. Nine point seven yards per attempt through ten yep. games. Tua is in second place with eight point five. Then it's Stroud at eight point three, uh, and then just kind of goes down from there. Um, yeah, and he. Well, and I think his yards com- yard per completion is also first. Yeah, I don't think I don't have that. In I think the it's database like, I'm looking. I think at, it's but uh, before right. this last week. I think it was thirteen eight. It is that pretty sounds about right. That yeah. sounds about right. Is, I mean, he has he has uh, you know a seventy point two percent completion percentage, which is the highest in the league right now, and the highest yards per attempt. So put two and two together. Yeah, you know, completing the most passes the furthest down the field at the highest clip. Right. Well, and it's Q, yeah, and, and obviously QBR too, uh, with the with having the the two near near perfect weeks. But uh, no, it's it's super fun to watch every week as a Forty Nine er fan. Um, we're gonna I can get think into of three it in a little bit. It wasn't very fun. Uh, it was well, three weeks ago. Was fine. We were resting. No, no, there have been three weeks of oh. football. <laughs> yeah, no, there was there was a couple weeks where we played the really bad weather game and then just played really bad football. 
uh, with all those wonderful injuries that we had. I had one of those this week. It was the fun. Uh, starting was fun. starting left side of the uh, offensive line was out. That was not fun. Yeah. Um, but I know we need to get our question segment. We're going to bounce into our buddy Mike here in just a little bit uh, as well. We're going through stuff. So, Jameson, go ahead and hit us with it, man. Uh, first question I have for you is can the Eagles lose two games before the end of the regular season? Uh, and just for some context, they have home games versus Buffalo, San Fran, the Giants, and Arizona, and then away against Dallas, Seattle, and the Giants. Uh, this that's is tough because... Can they? Yeah. I mean, that's the sure? obvious any, answer. I mean, the, any given Sunday. We, like, we believe in that. Yeah, like any team could beat any team. Um, um, the, the, the real bummer is that uh, the reason why I might say no is because San Fran game is at home. Okay. That's, yeah. I would say if you're going across country, going and playing in Santa Clara, that, that might look a little different. I think, I think Seattle's more dangerous to them than Dallas personally. Um, you're going to have a lot of Eagles fans in Dallas, like a lot that go to that uh, so, game. I, so it's, you know, something funny. I've actually bit two, I think I've been to four or five Seahawks games. Two of them have been against the Eagles. Yeah, a lot of Eagles fans show up. They at they least show up. They do. I mean, they're, I mean, they're they're a dedicated fan base. Um, but I would say, like, really, I I think Seattle's just a different matchup for them, and that's if Seattle's healthy. That's a big big part of it. Um, if Seattle's healthy, that that's a yeah, it's just a different, a much more difficult matchup. Um, but honestly, the only losses I could see would be. That you could really like convince me is is San Fran and Seattle. Yeah, I Maybe, mean, that's I where mean, I think they're going to come from. The other, well, the only other issue is that they're going to get into rest week. Yeah, but their last the regular problem, season game is against the Giants, and yeah, I feel if, like they could be locked up by then. You know, they they, they could they could already have the number one seed. The, yeah, the Niners are going to have to lose a game. So that that's what it would. Uh, the Niners are going to have to lose a game. Uh, I think they're gonna they're holding it. If if they were to lose two, they'd still hold it over Detroit. Ooh. Um, the uh, um, if so, if like Detroit oh. won out, Eagles won out right now. Or I, I mean, lost two, and so they both had three. I think they'd get it, and I think it's uh, if I remember right, does it, it's does it, does it conference? Go to, does it go to division? Does it go to division record? I think it's conference first. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, or conference because they're not in the same division. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, wins wins in conference. So and they'll they'll have it at that. So. Um, depending on who the Eagles would have to lose to, actually. Um, I mean, yeah, a, a loss against Dallas could could affect yeah, that, or but, I, or I guess you know New York Giants. Well, yeah, well, fair maybe. point. They are only playing NFC teams for the rest of the year. Or, or sorry, no, they got I, Buffalo, Buffalo, and then, and then I, the matchup against Buffalo. I, Buffalo just doesn't have it this year. No. Like they just don't, and it's uh, in Philadelphia as well. On top, of yeah, that. no, that ain't happening. Um. So yeah, they could lose two. I think it's San Francisco again. If Seattle's healthy, they're the harder matchup. Dallas could certainly win a game. Don't get me wrong; they could they could pull it off. I just yeah, Dak I mean, just to... doesn't do that well this late in the year. Um, I mean, what, what's their what's their record right now? The, the and, Eagles and the Cowboys haven't one? beat anybody. They're zero and two against uh, teams that are over five hundred. Um. So what are the Cowboys anyway? Like really? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say. Regular season, Dak can put up some throwing numbers, and maybe he can do that against an Eagles secondary. But sure. uh, as good as the Dallas defense is, I don't think they would really have an answer for this Eagles team right now. I mean, 
Jalen Hurts has still only lost two regular season games in the well, last two years as a starter. It's crazy. If they just beat the Giants twice in Arizona, that puts them at 12 and what is that now? 12 and five? Yeah. If, if they just beat these bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. like, that's how good of a, that's how good of a start they got at the nine and one. Yeah. I mean, and they're perfect at home. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like the the Eagles were winning games by a tighter margin. You look at the Cowboys. Uh, we're just staring at some stats there. Um, the Cowboys are at three. They've scored three hundred and two points this year. Uh, they've only allowed one hundred and seventy five. By comparison, the Eagles have allowed two hundred seventy or have scored two hundred seventy three and allowed two hundred twelve. So they're they're good at winning close games like they did this week, and that's why I like them in a lot of those matchups. Um, you know, it just makes it makes a lot of sense. You're gonna have to ball defense. You're gonna have to happens. be able to put up some pretty good stinking numbers, and then in clutch situations, be able to stop one of, one of the most difficult teams uh, in certain situations. So, um, yeah, they can lose two games, but I think even if they lose the two, they're probably still the one seed, even with two losses. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. Um, even, if they, even if they lose the rest game, like. Even though, like they they lose to me that last game against the Giants. Yeah, I I don't see the Niners have to play the the perfect. Ravens. They the have to play the Eagles. Um, there's one other tough one there. Um, you know, like the Rams. That's probably the one you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, we'll get to that you, in a minute. Yeah, you can't sleep. Um, you can't sleep thinking about that game. But yeah, the like the, I don't think the Niners are just going to walk all over everybody. They got to play Seahawks twice. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's a tough ask well, every year. The, to, well, it's the same. We can have the virtue of the same schedule. You play Seahawks, yeah. Eagles, then Seahawks again. Which, right. by the way, how stupid of scheduling is that? I know. I why hate didn't that. Why didn't we get one of these? Like the Niners Seahawks in week seventeen or eighteen would be nice. That that would be nice. That'd be nice. Or if you, like, if you why just could have we be one playing the commanders and then here? one around now? Like, yeah, yeah. The back the twice stupid. in three weeks is because so we got the commanders and the Rams to end the season. And I'm like, why can't we have the Seahawks and the Rams to end the season? That's better. Like the I like it when they space the games out more. It's dumb. Yeah. But anyway, we answered that. That one was thoroughly answered. Yeah. Um. Since we're on the subject of the Eagles, I actually keep it here, and then we'll jump back to the other one that we have. Um. Is Sirianni the best coach in the NFL right now? Yes. Yes. And it's not just because he's nine and one. It's situational football. It's the development. It's been the development of a roster that is so good that he can afford to go and get a makeshift defensive coordinator and give up a bazillion yards. Um, I forgot was like the linebackers coach for the Seahawks. Yeah. And, and he can just go in and still win all these games. Um, you know, he, keeps that he keeps his quarterback focused dude like hurts hurts can struggle and make mistakes and do all these things over the course of the game and then just get you the one like he did this week um he's an incredible motivator and he seems to really understand the difference uh, or the the spots to use his gut and go with analytics like he really does seem to understand um and so right now today he just beat in my mind the best coach in the NFL. Um, and both these guys had all their weapons at disposal, were coming off rest, and he was playing in Kansas City. And he still got it done. Uh, it's like a top a three scrap tough to game. Can I yeah, ask man. a can I ask a good sub coaching. question to this yeah. question? Mm-hmm. Um do you have this narrative flip flopped if Valdez Scantley can catch a football and the Chiefs win? 
it it brings about a different dynamic to the conversation. But I think it, because we're having the conversation today, and it did happen, yeah, like we got to you, you still got to talk as is. I yeah, we, probably because normally you want to get you, you want to talk about um you know reigning champ um you know still holds it so Reed still got it um until he doesn't kind of thing and Reed has been so consistent and such a winner uh you know throughout his career um you know the amount of championship games he's been to in terms of AFC NFC now multiple Super Bowls in and two wins um, I think. Yeah, like of I, Andy Reid, I said this this week, and I don't think I necessarily disagree with my point, even though sometimes I do disagree with the things I say. Um, I think, obviously, Bill Belichick, what he did was incredible, but I think it may be more impressive than what Andy Reid has done throughout the, the tenure of his career with the teams that he's had, oh. winning multiple Super Bowls, oh. win, going to, to conference championships no. with so many different players in no. different eras. That might be a little too hot for me. I don't oh. do what has Bill Belichick done done outside of Tom Brady? Nothing. He went to ten freaking Super Bowls. I, I know. Ten. I know. I, I know. Ten. But, but that's the end of the conversation. Like the the first third of that dynasty's prime. Actually, probably in the first two thirds of Still that. Still had Tom Brady. Was, yeah, but it was the best defense in the league, or like a top three defense in the league every year, basically. And that's a Bill Belichick thing. And he would get the most out of the least, and a lot of that was Tom still. But, but a lot of but, that but was and, Tom. And like Andy Reid has the been second half of his prime. This is what what Bill Belichick is doing now, compared to what Andy Reid is doing now and has continued to do. I think is like Andy Reid has been to multiple Super Bowls. He's been to multiple conference championships. He's won multiple conference championships. He's but he also wouldn't have those Super Bowls. Super Bowls if he didn't play with Pat Mahomes, who's like basically Tom Brady again. I, yeah, but he also was doing this stuff without Patrick Mahomes. He was going to Super No, he, he never won one, but he was going to them. I mean, he, he was a one, but he went to multiple. I mean, Belichick's coordinator days, he was going to Super Bowls. Okay, but that's that's completely, that's different. I'm not talking about coordinator Belichick. I'm talking about head coach Andy Reid. Andy Reid did do a little bit of that too. Throw out there. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm not talking about their he was coordinator. 49ers and Packers back in the day. I'm not so. talking about their coordinator resume. I'm talking about their head coach resume. Yeah, no, you're wrong about this, and that's fine. That's um, fine. I mean, like you are resume, you're 100 wrong. If you look at any head coach resume, like it's still the, championships matter. Yeah, we think we I'm all. Saying not, I mean, I'm it, saying an entire era thought that John Madden was possibly one of the greatest coaches of all time, and like had him as their probably number two or three at the worst. Uh, head coach of all time because he won three. The guy that won the most and has been to the most all time is the greatest coach of all time. Like it's the end of the conversation. Yeah, he he literally had a dynasty that spanned two decades. He went set. He went to the Super Bowl every other year. Now, like I will literally say, literally every other year. I will say this, but it was only with one guy. I will say this. There are also different coaching styles here that kind of lead to different results sometimes. And I feel like, like wins when, and losses. When you're <laughs> if like, you look at their totals, wins and losses, I'm pretty sure it's a lot closer than you think. When you're looking oh, I'm, at, I'm sure he has, he has regular well, season glory. Well, yeah, Belichick hasn't really helped himself these past he few did, years. He did. He's yeah, been I mean, terrible. He, like, he's, we've never, like, I mean, he Andy did take Reed Mac has, Jones to the playoffs. Yeah, but if you, no, 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 yeah. but, but if, 
But they if won a look, they won a game throwing three passes. The lows of Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, sure. Against the Bills. But the lows of Andy Reid aren't even close to the lows we're seeing now in Bill Belichick. And I think that, that there's something there. Well, I think I'm not part saying- of that was what I was going to say here too is like two totally different coaching philosophies. One being an offensive minded guy, the other one being a defensive minded guy. And the offensive side of things is obviously just going to continue to just drastically increase as football ages, whereas yes. defensive football, at least as Belichick knows it, isn't necessarily in vogue anymore. And so yeah. it, it's a little recency bias, I think, personally, your take. But I do think Andy Reid is like, it's like the Jekyll and Hyde of like current coaching situations where you've got like one of the best offensive minds and coaches of all time. And then you have the guy who just is the goat who is probably should be on his way out. Um, and I, I never like the last few seasons of somebody's career falling off and now like changing our perception uh, of their career. Um, you know, cause a lot of people can be washed towards the end of their career and really just blow it for people. Yeah, um, totally. Which I think is what Belichick is kind of doing right now, unless he yeah. completely surrenders some of his duties over there in new England. Um, and actually we'll allows him to draft players. <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll make the comparison and, and, and end this part of the discussion here in a moment. Like, but when it comes to considering greatest of all time and some of this stuff is so hard to do because of eras, Mm-hmm. The one of the things that has been consistent, I think, in in all like of the discussions about quarterback, uh, which is the most important position in sports, um, you know, if you were looking at who is the greatest quarterback of all time, um, there was a significant, significant portion of the population that would have said, "Well, it, it, it's Joe Montana. He he had these types of stats in his era, and perfect he won. He had a, he was lost perfect one. in Super Bowls. He was four and zero." And then people will be like, oh, Terry Bradshaw, right? Like that, that is a, a conversation that certain people on the East Coast like to have, especially. But, um, you know, look at the era and look how he was. And then they won four Super Bowls. Yeah, I get it. Cool. Um, but most people considered before Tom got there, um, Joe Montana to be the greatest quarterback of all time. But one of the other guys that they love putting up against him was Dan Marino. Never won a Super Bowl. Didn't have a lot of postseason success of any kind because um, he usually didn't have a great defense and his coordinators leaned on his arm and no running game in an era where you had to have one to win games. Um, but like, if you were going to compare the two, it was like an instant conversation ender when you're like, well, he never won a Super Bowl. Joe won four and he never lost one. So Joe's better than him, period. And people would be like, but, but, but nothing. It's there's no conversation. You need, to, to be you had. need to break the seal at least a little bit if your statistical numbers are like so out of this world. You have to have at least like one or two to be in that conversation at some point. It's right. like the ticket to entry in the goat conversation is you have to at least have won a Super Bowl. Yes, at the and, bare, bare mm-hmm. minimum. And Belichick was going to the Super Bowl every other year, and he won a ton of them. It, it's compared to everyone else, I you know three times the amount of the guy that we're having the conversation uh, about in comparison. So I, to me, it's just a non-starter until you have more postseason success. That was a knock on Andy Reid forever is that he hadn't had any. So how are we even calling him a great coach when he wasn't getting it done when it mattered? Wait, he has two. He's not, he's not, you say he's not a great coach? 
He, th- no, people would say that about oh. him before he won a Super Bowl, that he wasn't a an elite coach. He was a good, not a great. Well, he I had think- had success, but not the success. And now he's had the success twice. And it's absolutely fair to call him a great coach, but it's not fair to put him on the Mount Rushmore, let alone try and knock out George Washington on the front of the face of that thing when it comes to Belichick. Like, that's a non-starter. It just is. And if you're a Lombardi guy, cool, nice, good for you. But Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time. And it just doesn't matter. Like, the the championship matters. And he owns that record. And until you unseat him, and you go on your own run, and you have an era the, uh, of amazing coaching that spans two freaking decades, shut the heck up. It's not a conversation. It's yeah, not. shut up, Grant. So... I'm just saying, Listen, numbers. You all called me Mad Men last week, and we'll talk about that. That later. was yeah. about your stupid yeah. pick'em guesses, which, which, which holy is, crap, they were not. They were one not. of them was ridiculous, and you no, should, they were not. They shouldn't have been right. One None of them is voided. Not. One anyway. of them is voided. Joe Burrow. No, it's not. The Bengals game. Joe Burrow died. That's avoided. You literally picked the Ravens, bro. Oh, That's a, okay. Well. No, it's a no. See, Matt agrees. It was voided. <laughs> no, shut up, Jameson. Shut up, okay. Jameson. Uh, I'm going to nix our last question because we need to get some other stuff. I want to touch real quick on... We didn't get to talk about this last week. The insane thing that happened in college football last week was People that Jimbo... getting paid to not do their job. Like Jimbo Fisher made $72 million. To pack up his office and get out. To go fishing and play golf. And we'll get paid how much? $72 million. And he got paid... I, I think it was in the neighborhood of like $30 million immediately. The rest being paid out over a few years. But like, holy crap. Dude. What, I saw that the average head coach salary right now has eclipsed $8 million in the SEC. The average. Well, in the NFL, it's well, like $10 million. Uh, Well, no, I don't think that's the average because you got a couple guys pulling that down pretty significantly. You got the the four, five, and uh, oh. six scenarios for some of the younger coaches, the the guys that were happy to be still, here type I, things. For the most part, that is comparable to NFL. Like, it, to I mean, NFL and they have full salary. control of programs. Like, they have yeah. full control. You have more power in college. Absolutely, have more power yeah. than you do in the NFL. Like for sure. And these and they're desperate to go find these coaches because they want these elite programs. So they overpay them like mad, and their guarantee is insane. But I could not believe that that happened last week. I did not realize just how bad it had gotten. Um, you know, it, like Justin Wilcox right now uh, down in California, probably going to get let go. And no that way. dude, that dude's going to make somewhere. It's between like 25 and 30 million when he gets cut this next year. Can you can you just imagine like that? That scenario. And then imagine if you then go find another job. Yeah. Like you're you're double dipping like crazy. Passive income is 30 million. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the, uh, dude, Nebraska Nebraska football has a head coach who is legitimately doing that right now. Yeah. Matt Rule is banking $30 million while he's coaching the Cornhuskers. Oh, yeah, because he still has to get paid. How many more years from the Panthers? Like it's, four? It's three or four. I would Jeez. simply be on a beach somewhere. Dude, why would oh, I? Oh, yeah, dude. I wouldn't be working. Yeah. Forget that. He's doubling. I'm now, his salary there, I think, is actually equal to what he is making oh for coach uh, from the Panthers. Like, well, I think he's making the I same know, amount. I mean, I guess again, we're saying like, he's like four and four. Oh, that's so crazy, man. <laughs> it's so bad. But part of me goes, I mean, these guys are onto something. Cause they're like, Oh, I can still go work yeah. and get double that. 
now, essentially making, you know, $8 million or whatever, yeah. whatever it is he's making. Well, they're saying like, oh. Matt, so Matt Rule, like in, in what they do in college, he legitimately is working less at that level than you do at the NFL. In the NFL, you have a lot more community obligations and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that you have to do. Um, more of a celebrity. Yeah, you do, you do kind of have the celeb status. You got to go to all these types of functions and special things and blah, 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 blah. And you legitimately are walking into an office every day. As a college coach, you have a team of recruiters that goes out and does stuff, and then you show up for key guys. You make flights out for key guys. Take them and- to dinner, you... But your staff, your staff is humongous and it does the job. Like, don't get me wrong. These dudes set the tone. They do all the stuff, but they actually have a little more chill uh, job. That's why a lot of people think like Nick Saban didn't want to move back up again and ever try. Because why would he? He's in full control of everything that happens. He only does what he wants to do. Yeah. He'd make make better money. Probably. He basically mastered college football and he's getting paid more money. So what's the point? Yep. What's the and point? That's what the reason he, he went back to NCAA is because yeah. he didn't like not having the same level of control with like the recruiting process. Like instead of going through the draft, it was just like he didn't like it. So you want to coach millionaires? No. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's just funny because now he's coaching millionaires. <laughs> hey. Uh, true. But no, I that was pretty crazy last week. I want to drop this real quick. Uh, this is just an I think an obvious prediction at this point. Bo Nix is going to win the Heisman. I think so. Bro, he's over, I think for the season, he's over 73% on his completion percentage. His touchdown to interception ratio is unfreaking real. He's, he's scored uh, 40 touchdowns already this year. He's got, I think, three turnovers. Yes, it's a, he has a fumble, two picks. Yeah. Because uh, the, the game I went to, he had the interception and the fumble. Oh, he yeah. Two, he had two of those. That's right. To those three. Well, you're the freaking bad luck charm. Yeah, Don't go well, they game. still won by like 40 points. Definitely but. no going on Friday, you jerk. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so I'll be honest. When I saw, like, when Bonix was, like, towards the beginning of the season, I'm like, oh, man, he's playing good. He's making good decisions. Watching him play, I'm like, maybe he'll drop. Seahawks could draft him, something like that. You know, in like the early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah, secret the, tell, bro. He's going to win the Heisman. He's going to win the Heisman and get And if he 10, wins the Heisman, so. he will, he will be a top 20 pick. He'll you, probably he, be top ten. Uh, well, no, I just think I just think like it's got. Well, he's more of a system fit, though. Yeah, but I think a team like someone like the Raiders, who are like probably going to pick. Oh yeah, well, like somewhere fair. like seven or eight. Yeah. Yep. But well, yeah. Because because I think like I just think that obviously you know we have our opinions here, but people like the prospect more than Michael Penix, Caleb Williams. Oh, I, just, I love Penix. P- people have the hype around Caleb Williams. He's awesome. kind of falling he's, off. Uh, I think Penix right now is the only guy that I would maybe put up there. But the for, thing is, he's in contention oh, for that. And, and I think I think he's so good. But I think does this award come out before the playoff? No, it's after what? the playoff, after the season. Yeah, Heisman. Uh, yeah, it comes out after uh, conference championships. Okay, if Bo Nix beats him, beats Penix, say no, in the that, I, that doesn't affect draft stock though. No, no, no. no I'm talking well, about Heisman. I'm talking about Heisman. Oh, Heisman. I don't think Penix. I don't think Penix, Penix is going to get. I think but, Penix is probably number three. He doesn't have quite the numbers. I think, yeah, I mean, he's, like 30, right he's like thirty to seven. I was just looking at it. Thirty. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, picks, you could a little under four thousand yards. So and far. and like the crazy thing too is like I think it's the winning, honestly. Yeah, 
it's, it's, it's the winning. He he has made he's made more impressive plays than Bonet's because he's just a better athlete. Well, dude, the the placement of that ball is unfreaking real. Um, but he's good. Also, Bonex is like sitting out halves. Yeah, there is that too. Huskies can't. He have threw six to touchdowns in a half this His week. His stats. He 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 was. Oh gosh, he, it was six touchdowns, three hundred eighty-one yards. I think five incompletions. Yeah, in the first half. It was so nuts. I was just like, I was gonna watch the game, and I'm going up to my buddy's my buddy's daughter's birthday party. We've had to miss several things we've been invited to. One of those friend situations where you feel really bad. Yeah, it's just coincidence. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go. And, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this game on my phone or listen to it or whatever. And he'll be fine with that. And we were doing that. And then, like, legitimately, I'm just watching the score go up. And I'm like, I don't need, I, I don't need to. Oh, look do at this. that. So just pulling yeah. up these, these Heisman odds that we have. Jaden Daniels leads Heisman odds, I think, because he's had a couple six, seven, eight yard, eight yard, eight touchdown games lately. He's stacked a couple of those big games. Uh, for LSG for sure. Penix is third in Heisman at plus 650. Yeah, so it's really normal for somebody like Jaden Daniels to to have it right now. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the Heisman Trophy, winners win. So I think yeah. one of those two bottom guys, once their team, and this gets into my last point about college football before we uh, welcome in Mike here. Um, the uh, uh, When... One of these two teams makes the college football playoff because the Pac-12 is gonna get a representative this year. Thank God. Um, or you know, I just don't. I really don't want it to be Washington because so hard to want to root for them at all. Um, I know we agree on that, Jameson. Yeah. Um, I am not gonna want to. Root. I would much rather be rooting for Oregon State any day of the week. We than, almost had him. Oh, we almost dogs. had him. Almost that weather was helping everybody out. Uh, dear Lord, it was bad the other night. But no, winners win. So LSU is not going to be in the four. And Daniels is not going to play an extra game. So those stats are going to go against him when we when it comes to the conference championship. He's not going to have one to play. Um, and then they're going to have to make the decision the next week. And you're going to ride that momentum of a Bo Nix or a Penix, whoever ends up winning that game, which it looks like that's where it's headed. Unless Oregon State plays spoiler here. Um, it does look like that's where it's headed. So I I think either one of those guys is going to end up winning it. Um, Penick's just the outside because the numbers aren't quite as good as Bo's. Uh, Bo has just been unreal. Um, absolutely incredible. So we'll see what happens in the next two games uh, there uh, when it comes to college football playoff. But Washington right now is in the four slot, took over for Florida State. If people are wondering why that happened, 100% it's the eye test. Florida State just lost their quarterback, Travis, uh, to a season-ending injury. I believe it was a knee shot. And uh, he's going to go into the NFL draft and start gearing up for that, try and get healed up so he can participate at least partially at the combine uh, is his goal. So uh, Florida State's going to drop from the four to the five. They're not going to win against any of those three teams uh, that would be above them, the Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, there's no way in the freaking world they're going to beat one of those teams without him playing. Um, and so that's why they dropped Penix as a baller. Um, and Washington 100% deserves to be there, beat Oregon uh, at home uh, this last month, and they deserve to be there. They're undefeated. And uh, they've got a top three player in the country. So it makes perfect sense that they're there right now. Uh, of course, Florida State could still work their way back in. Ohio State's got to play Michigan. 
Uh, the game is coming this Saturday. Cannot wait for that one. I am always a Michigan supporter. Will never not be a Michigan supporter in that game. I do love that one. Um, but looking forward to our local civil war, possibly the last one ever. You just called it the civil war. Oh, I, what do we call it? What do other people call it? It's called the rivalry game now, which is stupid. Oh, I don't call it that. It's called the freaking civil war. Yeah. And that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I didn't, I, I forgot that they had tried to change the name or whatever. No, cause no one, everyone here in Oregon just calls it what it's it the, is. It is the civil war. Like mm-hmm. we don't care, but I know it might be the last one ever. So, uh, that, which would bum me out. I really hope they figure out a way. They didn't to even keep really cross going. my mind until like a month ago. Yeah, they they a hundred percent could do it, but I think that it will have to be like the season opener instead of ender. Yeah, I, I, or something along those lines. Have to be like that week two game or something like that mm-hmm. uh, that both the teams put on their schedule and just agree to. But uh, and then the Ducks may have other responsibilities. Who knows? Uh, as a member of a new conference, so we'll see. But uh, right now, before we get into uh, our uh, our week, <laughs> our weekly, what, what are we calling it? The, oh, no, wait, my bad. Before we get into the Matt Canada Hot Seat Award mm-hmm. uh, segment, I want to welcome in our buddy, Mike. Uh, hey, man, how's it going? Or did I catch him at a bad moment? You might have. I might have. Oh, oh yeah. You got okay. on me. There we go. All right. Uh, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, happy uh, late birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy late birthday. Yep. Yeah, Grant totally knew. I'm totally knew. I'm, <laughs> are we 25 now? <laughs> Mike and I are super tight like yeah, that. Yeah, Mike's 25. Yep, 25. So. Yeah, something like that. I'm I'm the old man of the bunch, but that's all right. No, you're not. It's really you cool are just slightly older than me, aren't you? I am it's, older than it's, you. It's really good. I always forget this. that. Mike, I just want to yep. applaud you. It's really cool that you're friends with the elderly here in Matt. It's super cool. <laughs> super cool of you. You are definitely within nutshot dif- distance. You you be careful with your words. This microphone could do some real damage. I mean, I'd never talk into it again. Especially but. during the holiday season. It's really good for you to to, 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 to be that for Matt. So I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, well, Mike, we have already celebrated O Canada today. Um, oh, and I, we, I was going to say, are you guys all all super, super stoked and happy about this one? We we kicked off the show with it. So, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, I, may, I may have sang the first two words of the song, okay? Um, <laughs> but no, I, so this week we got some guys sliding up the charts on uh, the, men, the Matt Canada Hot Seat Award. Uh, you know, in our top three looks a little different this week. Uh, number one, we already discussed earlier in the show. Uh, Brandon Staley just moves from two to one. Uh, until uh, he, he was my number one anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, that's, yeah I'm right even if Matt Canada was still around, I probably would still give it uh, to well, Staley I mean, this week. After, I'd give it to Staley this week, probably. After this last week, the loss of the Packers, the Chargers now have lost seven straight one-score games uh, dating back to last season. I, I texted the group after I saw the score to the game because I was watching uh, the 49ers on uh, on a little bit of a delay. And and I was like, dude, he better not make it off the tarmac. Fire him the moment he gets off the plane. Like, this is ridiculous. How does he make that many bad decisions in that many games that matter? He is literally what's costing them games. Yeah. Like, week in and week out. Um, I, would you guys have even thought I mean, I know we talked about it earlier in the season. We called him a terrible coach. But, I mean, the Chargers are less likely to get a playoff spot than the Colts, the Steelers, and the Broncos at this point in the season. They're at, what, like no. 13% or something? 
ten percent. Yeah. Like, because they still have. I mean, they still got the Chiefs to play and the Broncos to play. Like, wow. Well, but the Chiefs look gettable. I'll say that. Of the Chiefs and the Falcons look gettable. By the way, yeah. that was the Broncos are because of just how they've that way yeah. their season has gone. Sure, up and down. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like. I would with the players that the Chargers have, and you know, uh, Bosa brother went down probably out. You know, yeah, that was brutal first first quarter. Yeah, I, I understand that, but um, but man, the Chargers, the Chargers should be like six and four, should be seven and three, mm-hmm. based yeah. on their personnel, and yeah. and the coaching staff has let them down, and and that and that's that's a head coach, that's a head coach problem. Just and this. also the first time. In his career, that Jordan Love has thrown for 300 yards, it's against Brandon Staley's defense. <laughs> Brandon Staley's defense made Jordan Love look good. Oh, they've been, Preached I think, consistently since he was head coaching there, have now been consistently like 28th or worst in most defensive categories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's crazy for for a, someone that's a defensive mind that came up as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, especially like heading I, up some of those Rams defenses, like you would. You would think, because I was like, after he left the Rams, I was like, ah, that that sucks. But like, if somebody's going to go off and like do some good head coach stuff, I think it'd be Staley because of what he did for us. And then that was the complete opposite of how that went. So, no, I absolutely, tough. yeah. Well, in sliding into number two this week, I'll I'll just hard transition towards that. Um, Riverboat Ron moves up from the three spot. I think we got to call him like Rowboat Ron. Or like paddle boat run or something. He's, he's getting <laughs> something devoted. else. Yeah. Um, okay. Robo run uh, moves into the two spot. Washington gave up, and and I, I just to be honest. I mean, we all know the Giants' season has been abysmal, just so bad. I know that they're dealing with replacing Daniel Jones. Uh, they've had injuries that's, across that's the board. Really- like as negative as a big of a negative as hey he's a forty million dollar quarterback okay that's so crazy man <laughs> that's so crazy even a twenty six uh, million dollar quarterback that's for the point uh, maybe even yeah. twenty and uh, like le- legitimately though it, I, with their season as bad as it's been this loss this week giving up thirty plus to the Giants Tommy DeVito was baby. a okay I gotta stop there real fast that's his name I know I know his name is Tommy DeVito. But did you guys see the broadcast? Did you see his dad? Like his dad is the most Italian man oh, yeah. you have ever seen. Like in I mean, your he still, life. He still lives with his parents and mom makes yeah. him dinner. Like it's some real Every like Italian day. family stuff. He he full on bragged about it at multiple press conferences. Like my yeah. mom takes care of my life. It's great. Eating some gabagool at halftime. Oh, <laughs> did you also know funniest stat of the week? Um Tommy DeVito has as many passing touchdowns this season as Zach Wilson. Gosh dang it. You jumped the gun. Is that yours? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even mine. That was just uh, for fun. Um, also, uh, well, it's, it's, actually, it's actually, though, uh, about somebody else that you didn't name. So we'll, we'll save it uh, just for a little bit longer. But uh, that, that loss is, a top, or is, honestly, it's like a bottom three loss for the, the whole year. The worst loss this year by far is the Broncos to the Dolphins, uh, the 70-20. Yeah. Um, but this one for me, it's got to be two or three. losses last I, like, I decade. The Giants-Cowboys week one, 40-0, oh. was pretty rough. Yep, yep. I, and that's, for me, I understand the differential isn't there, but you just can't give up 
31 points to a team who lost 40 to nothing to the Cowboys. Or, or turn the ball over six times. To six that. times. They that, that is why he's in here. They turned yep. it over six times in this game. I'm like, it's just so bad. I... I'm going to go over a couple of stats because in uh, in third here, I have the offensive line coaches for both the Redskins and the Giants needing to be fired. Respectfully, Bobby Johnson and Travell Wharton. Uh, Travell Wharton, by the way, 115 games played in the NFL, uh, was a heck of a guard. Uh, had a couple bad injuries, but was a heck of a guard. Has not been a great coach, but a... a a heck of a player. Um, they gave up a combined 13 sacks, these two teams did, in this game. It was absolutely Battle of, Battle of mid. horrible. Did not realize this. We stated something incorrectly last week, by the way. Um, the Giants are in the lead from those sacks surrendered. We, we incorrectly stated the Redskins were. Um, the Giants are at 63 surrendered sacks on the year. Uh, Daniel Jones uh, took 40, I think it's 42 of those, 41 of those. That's crazy. Yeah. In the games that he played. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the the Redskins are at 51. All of those going to one quarterback. (laughs) However, (laughs) uh, Sam Howell's most sacked quarterback. Um, And uh, check that dude because he's a baller, man. Yeah. I love him. Overall. I'll keep saying it. I love him. I really do. Don't get me wrong. He 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 threw three interceptions this week, and he had a fumble. He was four of the six. Um, but yeah, six but that old line turnovers. is not doing him any favors. No, 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 no. And and I, I mean, the only more injured O line, however, right now is the Jets, which I gotta give a shout out to in one respect. If you guys think about this, Jets have. Uh, I think they've surrendered the fifth most sacks. Uh, in the league this year, but they have gone through 13 offensive linemen. I told Mike this today. Yeah. 13 offensive linemen already uh, because of injuries. They've had eight guys suffer in-game injuries. That's like the Rams uh, so far last this year, year, kind of. It's, it's just not atrocious. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just so bad for one unit to take that many hits. Um, but no, I'm, you gotta you gotta do some replacing here. Uh, Bobby Johnson had a really good year last year as the offensive line coach uh, in New York. They've gone through some injuries for sure, and I get it. This is they're, they're now on their third quarterback this season. Um, but uh, this unit went from being, I believe, it was fourth in uh, rushing yards. Uh, the offensive line was last year. They are currently twenty eighth, twenty seventh, I believe at the moment so it's been a significant drop in uh the play this year as they've gone through the season and they are just absolutely atrocious in pass protection i understand uh there's a left tackle not playing there that should be and who's genuinely a pro bowl left tackle but um you still can't 63 come on that's ridiculous didn't even realize it was that bad so i also want to take the opportunity to correct our boo-boo from last week but yeah, 13 uh, combined sacks. That's what puts them both there. I understand Matt Eberflus belongs on this list. Um, and after this week, we'll probably be on this list too. Um, but for one really bad one, uh, yeah. Uh, Grant, we're actually, I'm going to switch things up just real quick because I realize I need to pull up a couple of notes. Um, can Sounds you good. take over and let's go ahead and hit pick them right pick now. All right. Uh, Grant can't wait to talk about pick them. Um, because <sighs> for once, once for once, Grant did better than all of us. This is the first was this only the second time I actually. I think I've done like two or three. It might be like my third time. I there's I've had this year. 
I've had some good. I was, I was, if you take the totality of the season, I think I've held the lead the longest. Are you, I held it for like the first three or four weeks. Are you, are you like, are you like your team? You just having this roller coaster kind of season with the ups and the downs? What are you talking about? I'm just literally all over the place. I mean, I've literally been ahead of you most of the season. What are you talking about? You've not been ahead of me most of the season. I, let's, we can go back. Dude, you've only been ahead like the last like two or three weeks. I wasn't ahead. We were tied. You've been tied or been ahead. Like, Gosh dang it. Just do your job. <sighs> no, I mainly wanted to talk about the fact that you also that I should lick sidewalks for my picks. We did. Like that was fun of what you said. That, that was the new thing. That well, it, it took a it took a Pro and, Bowl uh, quarterback uh, ending his season and also uh, what what else happened? This I, weekend? I literally the picked, Broncos won. Um, the Jenkins. Valdez Scantling dropping a ball. Yeah. Yep. It took one of the worst drops I've ever seen at the end of a game. One five, of the worst drops five, ever. Will let's and, and, yeah. and one of I the worst false cope. start penalties in the history of the NFL. I love this cope. Just just all this cope you guys are Joe just Burrow throwing falls my on his wrist are, and has to have season ending surgery. Yeah. Listen, I picked I picked the Ravens before he w- was injured. We all know that's how mm-hmm. this works, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. but I picked the Bengals when he was healthy. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> okay. I also took the L on the on the Rams on the Rams yeah, game. I, I well, yeah, there is that one. The yeah, Rams but Jared, that came back in for the the fake game winning drive. Yeah. What? I said, yeah, but Geno Smith came back in. No, he game. was talking about the week before. No, I'm, when ta- we, I'm talking when about we the, kept the, it when Stafford didn't. When, when Stafford didn't play, well, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Oh, he was talking about that time. I knew yeah. he meant. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because I was a little sour grapes on that one too. I was like, that sucks. Yeah. Made me also well, look yeah, horrible as a too. fantasy picker. And I <laughs> want to tell all of you that I even told Matt this. I think that because I'd seen him before these games. Oh, no, it was on Thursday. I told him, like, I feel really good about my picks. I don't know why, but I feel like he I'm did. Good. I was like, I feel really good about these picks. He did. And it I pissed was right. me off. I was it's right. Because and you did some, like, blood magic. And Russ, we trust, baby. Oh, my. No one, We're not trusting no one in Russ. says things like I this am. anymore. I mean, it's like a six yard per attempt average. And they're winning games now. Five and five. Because of Will Lutz, we just went over this. <laughs> nope. Russell Wilson, baby. He outscored Russ 15 to six. Cope. Copium. All right. Just high just sh- All right. So, shut up and start the segment. That being said, I went four and one. Everyone else went two and three. <laughs> what was the one, by the way? I'm just curious. That would be the, 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 the Seahawks uh, deciding to <laughs> shoot themselves in the foot with penalties the entire game and Puka Nakua flopping on some terrible calls um, for pass interference. And uh, the Rams Sounds like a Seahawks fan. Yeah. Rams we didn't even Rams have Cooper won. Cup for most of that game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have Geno Smith for like all of the fourth quarter. Except for that you one sh- time. You should probably block Aaron Donald. That would be just my like biggest tip. Also, uh, you should tell Myers that also- the field goal that matters is the last one. Freaking idiot. Man, I love the fact that because I beat you guys this week, you guys are just trying to just bring me down. He hasn't even told us how bad it is. Do you guys even know? Are you looking at the doc? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, Mike yeah. is. Mike is. Yeah, yeah so, I'm right here. Yeah. So, I'm still in the lead. I'm fine. Yeah, still in the lead. But that being said, um, I went four and one. Everyone else went two and three. Because again, the two, the two places that I went was picking the Broncos, picking the Eagles. Um, and those, those two wins got me to four and one. All the rest of you, two and three. Um, that brings our totals to, I'll just go to the top. Mike, you are 31 and 21. 34 and 21. Did I say, what did I say? 31. 
whatever. Mike, you are 34 and 21. I am 33 and 22. Matt, you are 31 and 24. Jameson, you are 28 and 27. Still over 500. Still over 500. Yes, Still, Still only 500. three games behind Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that leads to the shrinking. It's, it's shrinking a little bit. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. We will see. Um, So, we're going to go through our pickums. We're going to save this first one that I have here for last, even though I don't think there's going to be much of a conversation for it. But yeah. because, because it, there's some, it better not be. Because there's some there's some interest, some invest investment yeah, um, here. So, first game. Actually, this one I think is really exciting. we got the Jaguars at the Texans. I, I think it's a tough game. Um, I'll start it. Okay. I, Matt, I, I mean, first. Texans have been playing real good at home. Yep. CJ Stroud's um, being incredible. CJ Stroud still leads the league in yards. Trevor Lawrence, big kind of week disappointment. last week, though, low-key. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't great, but it was working. good when it mattered, right? Yeah. Like, it was, I mean, yeah, anyway. Trevor um, Lawrence has up and down. Trevor Lawrence, up and down. Got massacred by the 49ers. Had a comeback week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Oh man, this is a tough one. I I still haven't really decided. I'm really excited for this game. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be good. good game. Is this a 10 a.m.? I believe so. I mean, yeah, it's Jaguars are te- it's, they're both in the lamp. It's it's at Texans too. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm going Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Not uh, for any particular reason, other than. I'm just going with the Jaguars. I just, They're a more talented I, team. Yeah, I'll, more talented uh, roster. I'll, I'll follow Matt here on this one. I'll go next. I'll, I was going to say Jaguars as well. Um, I think with how the AFC is shaping up, like this is kind of a game the Jaguars actually might need to win in division, like very low-key. You might need to actually win this one for real. Um, even though their overall record kind of gives them a little bit of leeway with how clogged the AFC is right now, um, the Texans are kind of hot. And you don't really want to play around with potentially losing any tiebreakers to them uh, because you really want to win your division in the AFC this year. So all that being, con- you know, in considered, um, I just think the Jags will need the win a little bit more and ultimately are more like primed to win. I think it's just a little ahead of schedule for a game like this for the Texans. So, uh, but I think it's oh, going to be really good. Rebuild that we kind of mean. Yeah. Like they, they kind of, the acceleration is like a little too soon for a team like the Jags who went to the playoffs, had a crazy playoff win, played the Chiefs really close. Um, right. And we're getting to the time of year where you have to you have to win these games. And I think that's what the Jags are just built to do right now. Um, I think I would not be surprised if Stroud has a better day, like number wise, um, than Lawrence would. But I think that run game in Jacksonville is also really good right now. Uh, and it seems like Calvin Ridley and, and Lawrence are kind of back on the same page which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jags. I, I'm going to yeah. speak on that a little bit. So, so Calvin Ridley had a, a really good, like two touchdown game last week, yeah, he did. which means this week he's going to do nothing. Probably as a Calvin three. Ridley fantasy owner. I, I can tell you week. all year long. I benched him is. this week finally. And then he does that and I'm not going to start him. I don't think <laughs> all year long. It's been like, Oh, he has a good 20 some point game. And then he scores like three points in fantasy. Um, it's just back to back, one or the other. It's, All right, so Mike, let's sit with you then. Yeah, let, let's. It's hard not to pick the Jaguars here. I think they're the better team. I think they're. I just think they're a better team. I just yeah. 
player wise. But man, this Houston team's acting like oh man, they're just coached up. And I love they're, it. And they're coached up and they're winning games they shouldn't. They're winning but games they shouldn't. But they've also lost games they shouldn't have lost either. That's where now I'm they have like, four losses. The Jaguars have three losses. If Houston wins, they're on top of this division, guys. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have to like, have some urgency here, especially if you're the Jags, because this is supposed to be your division right now. Yeah, and 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 Houston's not even supposed to be here. They're playing with you know they're playing with company money here. So I think this is a must win for the Jaguars. And so I, I'm going to go a little bit against my heart here and pick the Jaguars because again, must win games are just different for certain teams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love to see the Texans win this game, though, just to make things really interesting oh, yeah. in the AFC. Because, woof. well, and that was your preview yeah. division, and it could end up being something really exciting. Yeah, I agree with everything that you guys said. I, I, no, I'm. Why do you always like you? You are acting like I am just terrible at this, man. I'm literally ahead. I of you. honestly would not hate. Like, if I was ahead, I would probably pick the Texans just to like steal. Stop! Another- you're trying to get in my head. No, in my head. Being serious, I I really he, thought about he, it. I'm he not likes lying. the zag. Jameson likes the zag. Yeah, I'm the. I, I, I literally tokened the spiritual zag. All right, that, that's. But this wouldn't even be a spiritual <laughs> zag, even though the Jags are kind of like my my AFC I, team kind of. I, I I just I I'm I'm sitting with you guys here in the same. I think I'm gonna go Jags as well, because the Texans already beat them this year, and so I just I can't imagine the Jags being like they're like that they're gonna like get got again by this team. So I think I'm going Jaguars. They need it more, um, and I don't need to really reiterate more on that. So I guess I'll yeah. go. I'll go next. Um, we got a toilet bowl that I, I I purposely put in here because this is going to be a terrible offensive game for the most part, probably. Maybe. And, uh, yeah. We've got. Pa- we got the Patriots <laughs> at the Giants. So two teams that offenses have been terrible. Uh, but at least we can say that the Giants' offense at least has shown that they can score 30, 30, hey, 30 points. Hey, he threw three. He threw three. Made um, Darius Slayton look good. Yeah, he did. Uh, so Patriots at Giants. I, I, I think I'm going to go with the Gabagool here. Uh, I think I'm going to hey. go. I think I'm going to go with the Giants here. Um, as much as that team is not played up to what they should, uh, they their roster is better, and it's at home. Uh, so that's where I'm going to go. I'm just gonna kind of keep that simple. I I have this idea for the future of broadcasting. I lo- like I we all are are fans of like the Manning cast. Uh, we we enjoy uh, when Pat takes over college football games. You know, does the sideline thing. Could we just bring back like old rivalries? Could we have like Tom Brady and Eli call this one in a Manning cast format? Just have <laughs> them like do this like Patriots Giants you know just just go through it like when Aaron Rodgers is done you know we have like him and Russell Wilson do the Seahawks uh, Packers game you know like stuff like that like that would just be awesome that means I'd have to listen Um, to Russ do like sound bites for three hours oh my gosh that's true Uh, (laughs) you gotta pick the right okay no Marshawn Oh, Marshawn and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers do it. Is he like You'd the, have to bleep out ninety percent of that cast, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's, we're just gonna show it on is YouTube. He, is he yeah. not like the best character in the NFL? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's put out there. Like, he's, I, he's definitely up there. I think we Gronk talked about before, was up but, there for a little bit. Yeah, but this whoever came up with the idea to like 
put Marshawn in like these just random situations. Marshawn decided to put Marshawn in but these random. Then he's a genius because he. I don't think he has an agent. I don't think he does. I think it literally goes to his voicemail, and he just like he yeah, like listens that. to it like while he's eating freaking whatever Skittles. sugar cereal he does, like cinnamon toast crunch at like nine thirty in the morning, right after he wakes up, and he's like, "You want me to go where? I'm in." And he's just like, "Yeah." And like, I just watched something on Netflix the other day. It's called the Netflix Cup. It's a golfing thing with like F1 racers. And he's literally the interviewer. Like he's the sideline guy on the golf course. And he's just like walking up with a microphone, you know, talking to like Rory or whatever, like after each of these holes. And it's the funniest freaking thing. It was the only part of it was watchable. Anyway, this is just thought I had. Uh, Giants. I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) I, I love how you brought that you really landed that plane Matt. just that yeah. you're welcome giants, giants. Um, i'm right gonna in the say giants train. as well i they have saquon patriots aren't even naming a quarterback until sunday morning yeah don't <laughs> like that i already don't like tommy devito even though he had a nice day but um there Maybe could he won't be, get sacked nine times this week yeah, I mean, there could definitely be shades of Belichick puts this like unknown guy a, in a torture yeah. chamber for, yeah. you know. I, that, that thought did cross my mind. But do it, Mike. That, do it, Mike. That Patriots team is so abysmal, and I think it behooves them to lose football games right now. Mm-hmm. Try to get a top three pick if you can. Um, so I'm going to take the Giants. I, do it, Mike. I'm tough here because the Patriots have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm they, they still week. have a good defense when their offense doesn't give, you know, give the ball like 20 times. Yeah. But, oh man, this Giants team's been abysmal as well. This is really is a toilet bowl bad game. See, and I'm, I'm lo- looking back at this Jaguars game. I'm like, man, I think Houston might win that game. Like, I should just change <laughs> all my picks. No, uh, I, I'm going to stick with the Giants. Oh. You gotta give us one. No, there's a reason. There's a reason. Saquon Barkley. You don't want to give us one. Saquon Barkley is the best player on the entire field. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where I was at. And and he's going to score. Yeah, and that might be more than the Patriots score. So (laughs) that's just just the way it is. I was hoping for a zag. I'm really thinking about. I kind of want to go back and zag on that Jaguars pick. Hey, it's not too late. We'll let you. It's not too late. You're literally we'll, the one typing it in. We'll give you. We will give you until until the end of our pick'em segment. Oh, he's well, doing it. it right he's now. doing he's it. He's doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Yes. The Jaguars. That kind of makes me mad. Uh, I want to do that, but I'm not going to. Don't do it. I'm we not. all need it. I I'm more we, mad that Mike is the one person of the bunch doing it because I do think that the Texans have a chance to win the game. Yeah. And the I do fact too. that only Mike would benefit from that makes me upset. <laughs> But I'll allow it. <laughs> no, it's I. Fine. I mean, I was. I'm. Yeah, I think. Let's go with Houston. That was my gut. Okay. I said it for my gut. Right, I think Jameson's. I think, you, I think you might be right, but I, for all the other reasons I explained, I'm still. Yeah. I'll go with say. the Saints Falcons though. How about how about I start that one off for you guys? This is another okay. one oh, okay. that I hate to pick because I think both these teams are not very good. I told you this is going to be hard. Yeah. The, so um, that's why I picked. I mean, so there. There's only a few good games. Like really, the only good ones really that I like. Jaguars Texans is a good ones. Niners Seahawks is a good one, but the, the Bills, rest of that, uh, Bills Eagles, Bills Eagles. I mean, they're. I mean, I Eagles don't even are, know if that's a good game. Yeah, that's fair. But but like these are games like these teams are for the most part comparable. evenly matched. Yeah, they're comparable. No, no, and that's true. Like the Saints and the Falcons are like 
kind of opposite teams. The Falcons just love to run the ball. And the Saints are, I don't know what they are. They're they're bad. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Falcons at home against the Saints mm-hmm. because Derek Carr and. Yeah, and that that defense has let me down too many times. On this, I don't know, but this Marcus. Saints team might be better with Michael Thomas not on the field. Yeah, shocking, Michael Thomas <laughs> on IR. <laughs> who who could have seen this that coming? Ambulance update. <laughs> God, yeah. I hate yeah. that so, man. In I, I'm terms. Falcons. I think the run game is going to hold the ball most of the game. I think they'll be all right. And if, if you just give B. John Robinson the ball like 18 times, they'll be fine. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. is Jameis is Jameis starting this game? Is Jameis starting it? I'm pretty sure know. Jameis got hurt as well. Did he not? I don't know. I, that's that's the big question. Is I didn't actually find that out. Rap. I just know that it was like, uh, who cares on the? Uh, y'all can look it up because to me it doesn't matter. I will continue to fade the Saints until the end of my existence. <laughs> so, um, so Jameson, can I ask why you hate them as much as you do? Because um, like I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't feel so, like they've, they've done anything to you that like they didn't shoot your dog. They didn't. So I, I loved. Drew Brees for yeah. a while. Um, yeah. But also. Who doesn't? Like, you don't have a heart if you don't like Drew Brees. Yeah. yeah. But even though he's short, like, it's fine. Uh, he's okay. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you trying um, to. Hey, remember that one time when Oprah tried to rub that chocolate off his face? No, I don't. I found no out it was a saying. birthmark. Yep. You've never seen that clip? No. That's he was on Oprah's show and she tried to rub off his birthmark because she thought it was chocolate. <laughs> um, but anyway, they're anyways. Yeah, they're is it the P I think there's a uh, it's kind of the aftermath of that. And the Saints, uh, like I, I get it was a terrible call, but they act like it's the only reason that game was lost. And they became the most whiny, degenerate people I've ever seen <laughs> because of that. Um, and know, like they were, they were already before that. Yeah, they I mean, yeah, they were, we're also from Louisiana, like, hey, y'all. Yeah. It, well, I mean, they were handing out $50,000 to go murder a quarter. Also, one of my good friends is a Saints fan, and oh. so there's always some competition there's, there. There's some, but there's some personal so, beef. So, 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 some hating in spite but of... But also, a lot of it is every year, the Michael Thomas thing just grinds my gears. Because I was like, look at Michael Thomas running this route. And I'm like, that is the slowest route I've ever seen. His ankles have bricks attached to them. Uh, he... <laughs> Basically, just spam. I mean, they call him Slant Boy for a reason. He just spammed slants to get that offensive player over the year over that 1,000, 1,000 Christian McCaffrey season. That just made me hate them even more. So there's there's a lot of things, but... It doesn't seem... Can I be honest? It doesn't seem like a big enough reason to irrationally hate them like you do. You, but hey... You, I, don't, I, I don't think I, you were I, in the same Reddit threads as I was post... I don't uh, live NFC on Reddit because game I I, after the I don't PI. I don't want to see what humanity is capable of and go on Reddit. But um, and then also them literally crying on Twitter about it, wanting to like have a <laughs> like have a parade to boycott the NFL or do something like that because of that. They want to have a parade for everything. Yeah, so that's what they do. Hate All the right. Saints. So- They're also always overhyped, and I dislike that about them. Hold so on. Falcons. He, he, oh, Wait. there we go. I was going to say, he didn't even pick them. He just said he hated the well, Saints. I, for like you know, I got interrupted. <laughs> I got interrupted. And I, 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 I wanted to go on this journey and ask. I yeah. wanted to go on this journey and ask. It would have been hysterical uh, if you go Saints. As of today, which is, uh, we are looking at uh, Carr is still in concussion protocol 
and it would be Jameis Winston starting. That is the official. Yeah. But he should be cleared by Sunday to play. I you think. And I don't even know which but. one of those is better, to be honest. I'm still taking the Falcons. <laughs> even though Desmond Ritter, for whatever reason, it's terrible. Like, they is bad at football. They need to uproot that whole coaching situation. That's another one that I should have thrown in the conversation earlier. Arthur the, Smith. Uh, yeah. the Matt Canada. Yeah, because Arthur Smith is uh, give the ball to be John Robinson, get a real quarterback, and uh, figure out your life or just retire you got billions of dollars listen (laughs) here here's the issue we are now at our third game and there has currently only been one zag and it's we've all most of us have picked the all of us picked the giants most of us picked the jaguars i don't know if i want to pick the like i think the falcons will win this game but this may be a zag out of necessity of i don't like it seeing the same I don't like seeing the sameness across the board here. I okay. Well, no problem. I'm gonna pick the Saints. So am I. I'll pick the Saints. Woo! Going Saints there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't give you really any valid reason as to why, <laughs> but I'm picking the Saints. I'm the Alvin Kamara is really good at football. That's why. Yeah. That's he, true. He is. Win. Yeah. Um Cam Jordan can he play Desmond Ritter? Chris Olave's good. Um, Who other? What other Derek players Carr's do we know for this team? <laughs> Derek Carr is bad. Jameis Winston bad. Bad. Yeah. Desmond, Desmond Ritter is worse than all worse. of them. Desmond Ritter bad. Of them. I think. But yeah. That, that's also a, have I found Robinson. my lane. I, I found my lane. There we go. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. That's my lane. That's why I'm picking the Saints. All right. There we go. Uh, next game we got another interesting one. I think we got Bucks at Colts. Two teams that are I think evenly matched. I believe they both have the same record. I could be wrong, but I think they have the same record. Uh, if not, they're close. So Bucks at Colts. Let's have uh, Jameson go first on this one. I don't think you've gone first yet. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield can kind of actually do a little bit of something with these guys. And mm-hmm. their defensive front is still good, even if their secondary is not great. But I don't think the Colts are good enough to capitalize on it. And also... That- can kind of hang with what Baker's going to do offensively. Big news for the Colts this, uh, today. They just yep. uh, released a Shaq Leonard. Uh, it's a very interesting move to get rid of one of your one of your better uh, one of your better players on your team. Uh, I mean, Jim say what does he know what he's doing? No, no, he does not. Uh, but he is now <laughs> on the waiver wire, so we'll see who picks him up. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to clear waivers. No, no way. Plus, I I still think. Um, while there has been some success with the Colts this year, um, obviously running with a backup quarterback, even if it is Gardner Minshew, not necessarily ideal. And I do think there are still some kind of like rancid vibes around there a little bit. And I think stuff like this kind of shows some of that to an extent. Um, and I, I think the bucks are kind of low key, just having a fun season. Same, same idea as like the Texans where they're not as good as the Texans, but they're like, nobody expected us to even be halfway decent this year. Right. Even though we have Mike Evans still, we have all these guys. Mike Evans is good at football. Yeah. He's very good at football. Uh, very good. Spoiler, very alert. Good. Spoiler alert. He's going to have a thousand yard season until he okay. hangs him up, basically. Sure um, seems like it. And, and and like I said, Baker can make the plays. Um, Dude, he threw some so, great balls on Sunday. Like, yeah. He threw some great ones. Exactly. He made a couple of head scratching decisions at times. Like, just here you go, 49ers have the ball. Oh, 
stupid yeah. linebacker dropped it. But anyway, no, he made some great throws. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think so, what they can do, you know, despite the lack of a running game, what they can do out of the backfield still gives them a lot of versatility uh, in that offense right now, which is not something I would have expected going into the season. So um, I just don't think the Colts can really hang with that. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I like the Bucks a little better, better offense. And yeah, the, the, the Colts just dropped their best defensive player. So uh, yeah, I'm going to, and I, Bucks. I mean, he's not currently their best defensive player. Was. Yeah. He's just been injured a lot the last two years. Yeah. Um, but him healthy. Very good at his job. Yeah. He's very good at his job. Um, oh, crap. I was really hoping you guys were going to pick the Colts. Or at least one of you would. So that way you, you, that way you could take the Bucks. Yeah. Because, well, I'm going to take the Bucks. I yeah. have to. Um, because they're better than the Colts. And I, I mean, Baker was two decisions away, two decisions away from being in that game on Sunday with the Niners. Um, and uh, yeah, just did, did a little silly thing here and there. So if he can do that to the Niners, he can dang sure do it to the Colts. And I just don't think the Colts are playing winning football anywhere near consistent. I think the Bucks are pieces away. Like that secondary can probably hold up against Gardner. And uh, yeah. we'll see how it goes this week. Right, we'll, sweep, you? we'll sweep here, I think. I think I'm going to have to go with the Bucks, um, partially because I kind of picked them telling you guys that, you know, they could easily win a bunch of these games and get into the playoffs. And uh, with the Saints and Falcons fighting each other, uh, the, the Bucks could move up into that top of the division there. So sure. we're looking at, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks. I, I just don't think the Colts have with Richardson. I think his swirliness, I might have mm-hmm. picked the Colts. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, but with Minshew back there, he's good for a couple games. He's already given them a couple games. So the rest of the year, it's kind of like, who knows what's going to happen. So I'm going to go with the Bucks and this actually decent-looking, surprisingly decent-looking Bucks team this year. Yeah, they're playing, playing, playing above their, everyone's expectations for them. All right, this game, next one, last one, Thanksgiving Day. The evening game of Thanksgiving, Thursday night football. We've got the 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. So how many of your guys are rolling out on stretchers for this game there, Grant? Uh, it looks like Ken Walker. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that might be it. Uh, Is Reed going to play? Jarek Reed? Yeah. Oh, no. He's tor- torn ACL done, but he was our special teams guy. He was yeah. he was on a starter for us. So uh, he was actually leading the league in special teams tackles. So Yeah, no, I... That's which is a weakness of my 49ers. So I was, I was yeah. curious. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've got Seahawks at Niners. Should we have Jameson go first since he's not invested in this again? Jameson's wholeheartedly invested in this. What well, I mean, about? he's invested in this, but it's not his teams. There is one team uh, that he wants, but to I, I know, I know what he's going to, I know what he's going to pick. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's the 49ers. They're just a better team. Yeah. Period. They are a better sure. team. Sure. They are a better team. That doesn't mean that Grant's going to pick them, but they yeah. are a better team. Yeah. Well, I will say this. They're a better team, but there is also a circle of life to an extent in the <laughs> NFC West. Um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes that prophecy just needs to be fulfilled. So I'm not saying it's a, a bad idea for Grant picking what he is going to pick, but the the Niners, I think, also kind of have to really, I mean, they always get up for these games. Um 
any time in the NFC West, but with the Eagles and they keep winning games, the Niners have to keep winning games. And I think they're going to keep winning games. Um, and you shortchange the Seahawks even just a little bit with them already being at a disadvantage. Uh, I don't like that. So yep. I don't know. I like sharpening. Sharpening is running real nice. Well, the 49ers are going to be a little bit, bit of a disadvantage because uh, Hufanga uh, yes. went down with a season-ending ACL this last week. Uh, the 49ers are going to rely on Jair Brown, their third-round safety, uh, who ended up with an interception. Um, there against the the Bucks this last week, but uh, rely on him to fill in. Uh, and of course, they're doing all the right things. Oh, we're real confident in this guy. Yada yada yada. Uh, he did get burned on his first play uh, in coverage. Uh, it was just a real bad idea. Just saying, throwing him up against a slot receiver it runs a four three five. But you know, whatever. Um, the uh, <laughs> I mean, hands down, I'm taking the Niners. This is their. They are overall healthier right now and uh and just a better team uh, the roster's just better uh F- fred warner by the way this last week um holy crap like it, the dude every week amazes me uh genuinely but there was not a play that that guy didn't touch including a punch out you know uh force fumble again this week and uh that, it's just been unreal and dude the young bosa thing is legit like you guys, hey, we'll probably get to see a little bit more. I know you guys don't normally necessarily watch the 49ers, uh, except for maybe clips and highlights, um, unless you're they're playing your team. But like Young and Bosa together is it's a different vibe. It really is. So I think that's gonna that's gonna pay some dividends this week, especially if Geno's not quite a hundred going into this game. Um, but yeah, I got I got Niners, and I'm I'm sitting on the twenty. I like the. 27 20 marker um i think it's a touchdown game i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call a blowout here i'm not crazy this is a a division rival um i i think it's a one score game one score game mike go for it yeah i i think uh man i'm really liking what i'm seeing with about niners right now uh yeah i don't know if you guys have seen the clips of of young going out there or in the front of the lineup with uh Williams and Debo and they're all you know how they all do the whole dance thing before the game stuff man Young's right in there with them right off the bat he says he loves the culture he's he's getting right into it and it's shown like he's he's got a sack in each game right uh his pressure rate's gone up and so has Bosa's because it, it they became more dynamic just by adding this guy who is good player and yeah. and man I can't believe the Niners got him for just a third rounder even if it's just a mercenary That's contract crazy. this year so Obviously, going to my Niners. Um, the Seahawks games always scare me because, for whatever reason, the Seahawks and Niners always play each other hard, no matter how good or bad the other team is playing. So it's it's a get up and go for it game here. Both teams really kind of need to win this game. Niners mm-hmm. to keep up with the Eagles, Seahawks, so they can try and win that division and not fall behind. Um, say you know Vikings or whomever else is 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 kind of right there in that same five loss. So. But but I'm gonna go with the Niners. I think they're just a little healthier. Um, they're playing at home, which really doesn't matter between this rivalry, really. But yeah, I think the health, the health, and and just the better better overall team is is gonna win out the day. I think. Also, doesn't help that the um, the Seahawks are kind of going back to back in these tough NFC West rivalry matches. So mm-hmm. y- you come off of that. Yeah. It's just another 
It, it is tough. It's tough. Um, it is very tough. I, again, we've, we've complained about the schedule, the way they always line these games up. It's always annoying, uh, especially because, this. yeah, this division always, everybody seems to play each other tough all the time. Like Mike said, doesn't really matter who's good and who's bad. Um, honestly, I if, if the Seahawks had won, had won uh, this past Sunday, which, I mean, if you really boil it down to, they shot themselves in the foot, but it really came down to the final play. Um. I, I would probably feel more confident in my team and, you know, have, have more to say. Um, but, but they just lost to a Rams team. That's not very good. They got swept by a Rams team. That's not very good. Um, and so that my confidence is not here, especially losing Ken Walker. Um, but also like they also lost, they also lost the game without Geno Smith. Most of the fourth quarter, Ken Walker, most of the game and only lost by one point. Um, and came down to that final play. So I think this team is tough. Pete Carroll's teams always bounce back really well from losses. I think he has one of the best records um, coming off of losses. Uh, so out of out of just faith in my team, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my guys. Um, but I I I don't think that they're gonna beat beat them. Uh, what was that in the next two weeks when they go play them again in like two weeks from now? Yeah, on the tenth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I I've said from the start that they're gonna win one, lose one with the Niners. Um, this team is much better than last year. Um, they have so many more players, good players than they did last year when they played this, this Niners team. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with my boys. I think they'll get it done. I think they need it more than, than, than the Niners do. Um, I think the Niners need it a lot too, but I always give that edge, especially with losing this game and their tough stretch ahead. They losing their past game, having this tough stretch. I'm going to take, I'm going to take my guys there on that. So, uh, Matt, are you ready for us to destroy you in trivia? Um, well, this is going to be a light week in trivia because we are a little short on time tonight. Um, but I do have I do have a couple quick questions. Now I'm going to relate some historic NFL questions to some things that are going on currently in the NFL. Um, the uh, the Broncos this year, I, I believe it started. I I'm going to do math really quick in my head. This is dangerous territory here, people. Uh, they start one and five. One and four. One and four. Okay. They you. They started one and four. Um, team with a slightly worse record uh, in 1992 started the season 0 and four, and then made the playoffs at 11 and five, and even won a playoff game. Can you name that team from 1992 that started 0 and four and finished 11 and five on the season and uh, won a playoff game? I will give you one hit. It is an AFC team. The Oilers. That's a good guess. I don't it's know. It's not them. That was just my. I'll mm. give you each two. We we gotta we gotta give a little chance here. So it's what year? Do ninety two? Ninety two. So Buffalo to the Super Bowl. What if it? Correct. What if it is the Broncos? I, this is not my guess. I'm I'm talking with my guys. Yep. What if it is also the Broncos? Broncos. That no, they were the eighties. They were in eighties and late 80s, 90s. late nineties. Yeah. Hmm. I'm it's your Oilers was probably a really good pick. Mm-hmm. It was a good pick. Um it, Bills and Chiefs in the early nineties are the other two teams that I would think. Okay. No, no, uh, those are you two. Are those your two guesses? 
I think he's just workshopping. I'm no, I know you're workshopping. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, my yeah. brain's like. I don't. I don't. Hate that, I don't hate that Chiefs one. That's fair. Um, shoot, I'm trying to. I do. I put a little bit of a clock on it because we're up against it. Oh uh, yeah, we're kind of running out of time. I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills who went to the Super Bowl. Let's go with that. Okay, it is not the Bills. It is not ah. the Oilers. Uh, Jameson, did you say the Chiefs? Uh, I'll I'll say the Chiefs. It is not the Chiefs. Chargers? No. I hate you guys. Oh, I got it. Chargers. It is the Chargers. Let's go. It is the Stan Humphreys-led Chargers. I I was kind of thinking Chargers at one point. I was like, I know. Early, early 90s. I don't remember. I have no idea who was on that team. That was literally just. They won the AFC West. They beat the Chiefs in the wild card round. And then they ended up losing to the Dolphins, who lost in the AFC Championship game the uh, with Dan Marino at the helm. Hmm. Uh, they got crushed by Dallas. <laughs> the <laughs> today, uh, oh no! And where's the other one? Sorry, uh, this is killing me. We did. We mentioned. Uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier some draft stuff. We're talking about. Uh, a few different players, uh, quarterbacks specifically, that got uh, drafted in the first round and or and or might. So this one came to mind. Uh, in 1999, Donovan McNabb was selected second overall. Uh, which quarterback was taken ahead of him? 99? Second. So McNabb was second overall? Yep. 99. Which quarterback was taken overall? Other big names from this draft: Edgar and James, fourth pick. Champ Bailey was seven. Joey Porter, seventy third. Oh, quarterback, ninety nine. Is that the Browns with uh, the guy that sat on the couch? I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Tim Couch, number one pick, nineteen ninety nine. I do I do like the draft. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, that, big... that is your element, Mike. My, this is draft. my first instinct was like, was this Ryan Leaf? But I think he was a little before that. Ryan Leaf's like 2002? And, and, no, yeah, I think he was. No. I think it was, oh, it was the Peyton Manning draft. Yeah. 97? Yeah. 98. Is he second pick or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Mike got it. All right. Today we did talk about kickers a little bit. This will be my last question. Um, I won't get this one. I don't know. Anything about <laughs> I, Justin uh, you, Tucker. You might get this one. You might Justin get one. Tucker. Uh, Adam Vinatieri. Well, actually, Adam Vinatieri is part of the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Adam Vinatieri holds the record for the most field goals made in history. Um, as at five ninety nine. Um, nice, nice round number he ended on. I, uh, who is in second place all time? For field goals made. Mason Crosby. 565. Mason Crosby. No. Dang it. Oh, I yeah, felt I so good Crosby's about that. Been one. In the league long enough yet. Um, Mason Crosby's old. How? Prater's old. Is long he? time. Prater, uh, Prater's is Prater up there? It's not Prater. No. Prater is old. There's got to be some other. Who was the, who was the uh, kicker for the uh, Patriots for so long? That's what I was gonna say. It wasn't Vinatieri who was the oh, other one. Oh, oh, um, Gostowski. Yeah, is it Gostowski. 
No. Not yeah. Well, right. What was that? Who that was? Wasn't it Stephen Gostowski or whatever it was? Yeah. That last yeah. name sounds sounds right. Gostowski. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Is it's not is is it good good as gold? No, it's not good as gold. No. Ooh. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know much about kickers. Yeah. Is it someone around his era as well? Uh, Vinatieri? He yeah. played during... I mean, they played at times during the same... Yeah, they, they Their paths crossed. I'm sure they played games against each other. Sure. Absolutely sure of it. Oh, uh, the, there's two of them. Um, they all played kind of at the same time. One of the Anderson brothers. Not, they're not brothers. Uh... Like one of them played for uh, like the Chargers, uh, like more uh, Gary Anderson. I saw I got a last name. That's it. I can't help you. I can't either. Oh man, he was, it's, so it's an he was, it's he was on the right. He was so close. He oh, almost said it. Come on, Mike, dig deep, dig deep. I yeah. almost said it. You almost said it, Gary. <laughs> Gary, there, that's what you said. Okay. <laughs> that was one of what you Gary? said. There's a Gary Anderson, and then there's like a one that starts with an M. Um, and they Matt, both got to be up Mike, there. They were in the in Mike a, Marvin. <laughs> no, it's it's a funky name. I literally, he almost said it. Uh, I don't know. I was, you said like the first three letters. <laughs> Morton Morton Anderson. Yeah, there it is, Morton Anderson. <laughs> Morton Anderson, go. he got it. I just gotta yeah, let him get there, people. They played, Mike will find it. They played forever. Those two Andersons, and I remember, like, I remember growing up and watching football or whatever. And it was yeah. like always like Morton Anderson, Gary Anderson. They were always well, like chasing each other for the remember league. Remember, he? I think he is the last one that played with the single bar. Yeah, that might face be. Mask. Yeah, I think he's the last one that had a single bar face mm. mask. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually they're like, "Hey, no, old man, you're gonna die if you don't change your helmet." <laughs> he's like, "Fine." And it was a big deal that they made him change it because he's like, "I this is how yeah. I've always done it." I think he watched Ray Lewis like murder someone on a football field, not like off a football field. That's crazy. <laughs> that would never happen. But like on a football field, and he was like, "Oh crap, I should probably I, mean, I should on- probably wear a different helmet." Um. Yeah. No. It's Morton Anderson. I am not shocked that you guys got those. Uh, Grant getting lucky you were, and you were Mike gracious just no, 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 guesses not... this week. I will say. Yeah. yeah. That was. You let me go on for for a long time. I I did. I, I was a little nicer than I have been. Um. Well, before before we exit today, um, I I I have improved. Uh, this week I am ten and one in the A League. Good for um, you. I'm I'm having a real nice time. Uh, the guy I was playing, however, uh, he had he needed some points last night from like Mahomes and AJ Brown and Ooh, Pacheco. AJ Brown gave gave him nothing. Yeah, it was it was a rough rough night um, for him. So he he did not score a lot. I didn't have my best week. I had like 119 or something like that. Um, but he didn't. I don't think he made it over 80. Um, in a really rough night. But no, 10 and one there. I uh, had some some good plays hit. Uh, Brian Robinson still on the streak. Uh, that that's a good one uh, that people need to continue riding. I know he's got a tougher matchup this week. Uh, Robinson does, but I uh, but they're just feeding him the ball. I mean, they are. They're just giving him the ball. So keep riding that. Uh, they're playing the Cowboys this week, but uh, on Thanksgiving. But it, traditionally, the Thursday games are a lot more run heavy, and wouldn't surprise me at all if he gets a steady diet. Uh, of opportunity, especially with them having that dichotomy of being able to throw the ball really deep. 
and uh, consistently uh, with Howell. I mean, he's he's got a great uh, long ball, and I, I think it just opens up his opportunity. So I um, I would continue to ride that one. That was a good win this week. I just traded uh, Mike's wife for Pukunakua, uh, who came through solid for me this week. Was pumped for that. Um, although that tr- trade was very ill-timed because it processed or it went through Thursday morning. I said yes. And then Mark Andrews died, and I traded away Laporta to get Nakua, so that sucked. Um, so I'm reeling a little bit, trying to figure out my tight end situation. But I've got a got a good idea. I think is going to pull through for me this week, uh, sometime tonight on the waivers. So uh, just, I've been just so you know, Matt, my wife matchups. told me about that trade, and I was like, it was Thursday, and I was all like, Thursday night. She's like, I offered him this, and he hadn't said anything yet for whatever reason. Didn't say that you had said yes yet. And I was like, he's he's gonna say no now that Mark Andrews is hurt. She's like, what? And I was all like, she's like, dang it. Yeah. No, I'd already accepted, and I I accepted that fate as soon as I saw him literally shaking on the sidelines. I went, oh no, I am in big trouble. Um, but Nakua is gonna be a great win for me. I that's all I really needed was a number two uh, receiver yep. with rece- the point differential on receivers and tight ends. I should be just fine. Um, Naku is going to make up for any loss that I'm I'm taking on having a little bit lesser tight end, and Andrews was not having his best year uh, either. So it's it's not the end of the world for me. But a uh, couple other plays that you need to look at this week. Um, there are a few games, and and we were just talking about some of the matchups. So I had highlighted a few things for for us today um, from the uh, from quarterback play. Uh, just because of where things are at uh, this week, I would suggest continuing to ride the Brock pretty high. His projections in most leagues have him only at like 14, 9, 6, uh, up to as much as about uh, 16. But uh, he is two weeks in a row, hit three touchdown marker, 300 plus yards. I would just continue to ride that as the 49ers uh, are healthy right now. With Trent Williams is playing. Uh, his completion percentage is outrageous, and the 49ers put up air points consistently uh, throughout games. I did not have a rushing touchdown, by the way, this last week, the 49ers. Uh, all three in the air, plus two field goals. Uh, so I would search that out, seek that out, or if you're wondering, go for that. Uh, there are a lot of tough quarterback matchups this week. Brock Purdy would be a solid play. A um, couple other things. Uh, to keep in mind, the uh, I know that it's been hit and miss with Lamar. This is a this is another start week. Um, from my perspective with Lamar, um, the uh, uh, the matchups aren't always what we think they are. But uh, this week against the Chargers, it's an absolute go. Um, a lot of people are questioning if you should start likely at tight end. I was going to be replacing Andrews. I would lean that direction if you're tight end needy. Uh, that's one option that I definitely considered uh, being tight end needy in, in the one league. Um, but they, it's the way their offense is predicated. Uh, he can catch the ball. Absolutely. He's just not he's a big dynamic guy. Uh, player that Andrews is. But he's going to do solid in that offense. Um, if you've got Vikings, start him against the Bears. Uh, up and down. Uh, what's it, it's Tyler Chandler. Uh, running back for the Vikings, uh, hit with 15 points this last week. I started him in one league. I streamed him and started him uh, just because of some bye week and bad matchups. 
Absolutely. Full even, go uh, right there. Even their running back, back, the other running back, didn't even have a bad week, I thought. I think no, Madison like had yeah. a good week. Uh, yeah. And Madison been underperforming constantly. Uh, I would, uh, But I would highly recommend that. Also love Justin Fields in that game uh, against the Vikings. Vikings have a, we've talked about it many times, a much better defense this year. But Fields is just dynamic as crud, and he's finally healthy, so go for it. 100 yards uh, rushing last week. Yep. Don't eat. Yeah. Don't don't second guess it. It doesn't matter what he's playing against for the most part. There's only a few defenses that are really geared up that can stop him. Um, I a few that I don't like. I don't love Eckler against the Ravens this week. That's not my favorite matchup. While he he's going to be touchdown dependent. So if you already got him, you know, in a starting or starting spot, feel free. I mean, go for it. But uh, you should look elsewhere uh, for high end points. I don't love that one. I'd rather I'd trust more Keenan Allen than I would uh, Eckler in that game. If you, for some reason, have both of them, I do in one league. Um, if you are, if you have been ticked off the last couple of weeks as a Diggs owner, um, this is your week. The Bills are playing the Eagles. The Eagles are giving up second most points uh, to the wide receivers. I know that Diggs has underperformed, but he's been playing two tough teams uh, here back-to-back. I think it was 27th, 28th, respectively, in terms of points surrendered to wide receivers. So feel free. Diggs is a lock. Just go. Do it. Don't second-guess it. Um, And uh, and let it happen this week. Uh, Likewise, start James Cook. Uh, I know that running backs typically don't score a ton of points against the Eagles, but running backs who are basically wide receivers do. Um, and uh, you should start James Cook against the, the Eagles. Uh, if you have a p- p- player on your team that is not named uh, Devonta Adams that plays for uh, <clears throat> plays for you, that is a Raider, uh, don't start him this week. Don't do that. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, Josh Jacobs should definitely get benched. Uh, this is not a week that you want to play him. I have to because of Kenneth Walker. Oh, that sucks. Chris Jones out. is going to eat him alive this week, mm-hmm. and that defense is very good at stopping uh, pass catching. Also, a good a good backs. pickup would be because Ken Walker's probably going to be out. Charbonnet, if he's available, yes, yeah, he's he's number he's number one running back on my priority list. Him and well, him and Tyler Chandler are those yeah. are the two guys that you want to go get this week. Um, a couple other quick ones before we go. Um. If you if you have Pukunakua, you want to start him this week against the Cardinals, hundred percent. Don't think twice about it. Uh, Cooper Cup, uh, not likely. Is that what I understand? Before uh, it's He's questionable day to, now. I day think. to day, yeah, with a lateral ankle sprain. I I don't like the sound of that um, at all. So in uh, either way, I think Nakua is a full go here. Yeah, um, and uh, let it fly and have fun with that one. Um, don't love this Broncos Browns matchup. Uh, the only guy that you should really be starting here, uh, Cortland Sutton, is an absolute start. I know it's not a high ceiling, but it's consistent points and touchdowns. Dude just gets it every week. I uh, I would absolutely start him if you've got Ford. I'd question that one this week for sure. Um, if you're thinking Amari. Uh, Patrick Sertan is going to be covering Amari this week, so do not start him. That's a terrible idea. Um, also, do, I do love the Panthers-Titans game. Whatever you got, go for it. Those defenses are not that good. Just let it happen. Um, don't feel bad about it. Uh, King Henry's going to have a bounce back there. 
Uh, that Giants-Patriots game sucks. Barkley is going to be the only one uh, worth playing in that game. And then uh, lastly, I really, really like, really, really like uh, streaming Baker Mayfield this week. Uh, against the Colts, we talked about it earlier. I, I think this is a week for him. Um, last week, the 49ers held all wide receivers on the Bucks or all receivers on, on the Bucks under 50 yards. Um, he was still able to get 200 something. I think it was high 200s on the Niners in terms of total yards. That cold secondary is not good. And Mike Evans is going to go for 100 plus. Uh, Godwin's going to hit close to that. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Otten scores or White has over 50 yards receiving as well. Like they're going to cut loose here. Uh, call right now. Baker for 320 and multiple touchdowns. So if you need to start a guy this week, you got somebody on by or you had the Joe Burrow injury and you're just like, man, I need to get through this till my trade goes through. Um, I would hit that one. Those are my big picks for the week. Um, don't forget, Dolphins are playing the Jets. Start everybody and have a good time with that one. I don't care that the Jets defense is pretty decent. Just do it. Because um, the Jets are not going to be able to move the ball at all. And so the Dolphins are going to get like 14 opportunities. Okay. Um, they're going to get their stuff at some point. They're going to wear that defense down. Anyway, uh, that's my stuff for this week on fantasy. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, and as we end this week's episode, have an incredible Thanksgiving, eat a ton of Turkey, take a nap, then wake up and watch the 49ers beat the Seahawks. Um, you'll have a, you are great. Oh great man, Thursday. it's going to be so much fun when your Thanksgiving is absolutely ruined by my team beating your team. Night game. It's the night game. It's perfect. It's, I'll, I'll be all sleepy it, and tired and happy. It'll be great. It'll, it'll be yeah, I know. And it'll just you'll go to bed grumpy. You'll be upset. You'll be frustrated. But don't worry, because then uh, the Ducks will beat the Beavs. So yeah, you can go get to the some Ducks game the next day. So I'm fine. It's fine. I'm taking it's both fine. my jerseys to my sister's house. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm taking. Oh, are I'm, you going to be? You're going to be over there on Friday. I'm going to. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I was going to say, because my wife is leaving me <laughs> like, well, that day. Breaking news. That day. Breaking that day. news. She's leaving me four, that day. Four so. the one day, right? Just, just the one day. The one day. She, she's leaving me to go do, <laughs> do something that I do not want to do. I'm very thankful that she's doing, but uh, I will be alone. I was going to say we should watch the game. We're going to have to have a conversation after this. My marriage is not falling apart. Just Don't worry. Tune in next, I'll be tune in in next week. I, my wife Friday, will still be here. So, You're going? So it'll be great. You're going? Yeah, I'll be at the stadium. But that's oh they'll be at the stadium or you're gonna yeah no i'm going oh okay that's awesome sweet yeah have a great that's time it'll awesome, so be fun uh, last one all right. well eat a bunch of turkey and get fat people that's what we do we're americans have a great weekend happy thanksgiving Peace.